Jay, you lied to me. What did I lie about? Today, I thought uh, you wanted to discuss Logan, and I thought of the only Logan, Ted Theodore Logan. <laughs> he wanted you to discuss Hugh Jackman. Uh, I wanted to talk about, you know, San Dimas High School. Oh, man. The Wild Stallions. That's a good subject, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, being that, are they still, like, making that? I doubt it. I don't think they ever will. Oh, man. No, like, I, I even heard about that, like, Back in the day that it was like a, I don't want to say a pet project, but, you know, it was like a small thing. Yeah. But you actually thought it was going somewhere because the writing seemed like it was solid. Yeah. Mm. That's what I thought. Yeah. I don't know. What would that even be, though? Well, see, that's the the great thing is that a lot of people don't know who the Wild wild Stallions are. Or what the movie was going to be about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't think, well, it's too late to get. George Carlin to be Rufus anyway. So, oh, who would be your next Rufus though? Would is you guys Ringo pick still alive? Ringo Starr. Mm. Yes, he is still alive. But are you serious? I don't know. I haven't seen him. Lately. Wait, wasn't are he you? in like some kind of show reboot or something? No. Are you thinking about uh, Thomas the Tank Engine, where George Carlin was Mr. Conductor, and, <laughs> then, and, then, and then Ringo Starr was Mr. Oh, exactly. okay. There you go. Yeah, I got exactly. Confused. Actually, that would be a Shining Time Station. Yeah. yeah. What, what about Alec Baldwin? No. Alec Baldwin? Because no. he was the uh, Mr. Conductor from the movie. I'm sorry. Oh, no. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why do I know so much about this? Anyway, we're know, here to talk either. about Wolverine. Wolverine. As we all know, this is going to be coming out next week. Yeah, next week. It's coming out pretty fast. Yeah. Uh, Jay, you said that uh, we're, uh, tickets were a sale. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go buy mine. Oh, and, sweet. Uh, we're all set for that. Uh, I'm, I'm going to see K20. Great. Oh, um, so you're right next to me. Yeah. Sweet. Um, Sweet. Yeah. So uh, this is about Logan. Yeah. The Logan. upcoming, possibly last Hugh Jackman-led movie. Possibly. And yeah. the whole, the one thing I'm hoping about this, because I think me and Ron were kind of giving you like the fifth degree about like, you know, because we, we know who Logan is just based on the cartoon, the movies. We haven't really... Um, you know, we haven't read the comics. Yeah. But I remember you talking about Old Man Logan. Yeah. Well, essentially, that's what everybody was going for, that this movie was going to be in kind of like an Old Man Logan. So what I really want to do in this podcast is kind of give you, let's talk about the movie, what we think it's going to be, and then I will go over the story as it goes on, too. Okay. Now, because, like, sorry to interrupt, but, like, you know, a lot of people who don't know a lot about the comic, that's, like... You know, that's our big question was like, oh, man, we've heard about old man Logan. You know, is this what Logan is supposed to be? Uh, We'll tap into that. Definitely. It's kind of. It is Wolverine as he's older. Is he essentially old man Logan? I don't know, because even in the comics, it doesn't say like what age he is in this. And but. Yeah, they definitely gave us a time. Yeah. Set in 2058 or 38. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess, but one thing they do have in common is that, you know, the healing factor isn't what it used to be, I guess you could right. say. So in the comic book, it's it's still there. It's just very, very slow. So I'm assuming in the movie it's the same way, but they eventually said that he's losing it. So it's like, right. event, well, I guess anything with, I guess like a car or powers, well, we're out with age. So I, I believe that that's kind of what they're touching in the movie. So that's kind of good because... I've always thought personally as a Wolverine fan that he is the most dangerous when he has nothing to lose, when he's got everything to lose, especially like when he's 
his healing factor. He's a very, very dangerous person because he'll still push his point. He'll still push himself past that limit to where. And I know. think mm-hmm. just like speaking from somebody who hasn't read the comics, but you know, um, although Last Stand was atrocious, right? Uh, I think the end really touched on like the links that Logan will go to. He'll actually go up against this cosmic force that wanted to tear him apart. Mm-hmm. But because of his healing factor, you know, he can't die. I'm sure she could have probably, like, you know, wiped him out in, like, one go, but mm-hmm. she wanted to, like, torture him, sort of, to see if he would, like, kind of submit to, I guess, dying. Mm-hmm. But then he fought it, and then he ended up killing the phoenix. Yeah, that's true. He's been he's been pushed many times beyond his healing factor limit, especially when he had the adamantium ripped out of him through Magneto. So... I guess you could say after all these drastic, you know, fights like the Animantium, and he's been blown up by a nuclear bomb. He's been ripped in half by a Hulk. So I guess you could say those big injuries really, like, overworked his... I guess you could see why it burned out so quickly is because of, the, yeah. you know, I mean, who could repair themselves from that, you know? Like physically and mentally, so I mean. Physically and mentally, so... Yeah, the human body can only take so much. So exactly. that's the human part of him is that, you know, he's just like a human being. It wears down with age, too, as well, so, mm-hmm. yeah. So I guess we could say let's go ahead and start by what do you what are you expecting for the movie exactly like? Well, uh, from what the stuff that I've read, that it's definitely going to be a hard R, which I'm excited for. Me too. And uh, I think the success of Deadpool uh, kind of pushed that into the to what uh, comic fans mostly want, mm-hmm. and something that's uh, far more violent and far more. I don't know, probably more true to what uh, you've read in this comic. Well, that's what a lot of, like, people are inputting about is that, like, originally when they started the Wolverine series, it should have never been PG-13. Yeah, that's true. Because um, in comic book lore, and I guess, like, if you want to include movie lore, it's he's... He's supposed to be like a little bit like the the explicit X Men. Exactly, he is. You're you're pretty much right. Exactly. I've always saw the X Men being a little bit more adult oriented than it, the Avengers for as far as kids going. So I could see that's kind of where Fox. You know, I'm kind of glad that everybody's like, you don't want Wolverine to go to Disney. I'm like, uh, well, I mean, that'd be cool. I'm pretty sure we see him in the original outfit if he went to Disney. Yeah, maybe, maybe. But I've always just pertain to him in the adult sense that you know they deal with more adult issues and stuff like that and they are very violent so um you know most of the battles that he does take it does require him to kill somebody so i'm kind of glad fox picked up on that and you know being that it's a hard art and you're right it is something i'm excited to see because yeah i think we're finally going to get to see him which we've never seen him before. The Berserker Rage, I think. We're going to mm-hmm. finally see him where he just goes absolutely nuts. I mean, even in the cartoons, yeah. like, he got pretty intense. I In the cartoons, I've always seen him get manhandled, which is kind of like, oh, man. like, But, you know, he had his points. But mm-hmm. in the comic books, you're always talking about he gets punched to that level where he's just blood drunk. And he just, like, kills anything. And I believe in this movie, we're finally going to get to see that. Along with his daughter, X twenty three, who has the same bloodlust as he does. That's, but so that's, is is daughter in quotes? Like, are they just are they like part of the same experiment, but not like really part of his? DNA? That's kind of what I wanted yeah. to go ahead and like no. touch on that because, like, you know, a lot of people who have read the comics, like mm-hmm. I said, they expect the girl in the trailer that's his daughter, mm-hmm. even though we haven't seen her unleash her her claws. Yeah, well, we well, we've seen it. Yeah, it's been the latest. Well, let me guess, let me ask you guys a personal question. So, in a sense, she is 
exactly everything like him. She is cloned from his DNA. Oh, okay. So, in a sense, you know, it's a clone or what you label. I mean, if somebody was cloned in your, from your DNA, you consider them just as much as your blood as a physically born kid. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's what he's come You're to. Spawn, yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, being that he had no idea where the other half of the gene came from. But, you know, being that that's part of your bloodline, like, yeah, that's definitely your daughter. Like, not to get a, get on a weird level here, but I think it would be cool if somehow they got Jean Grey's DNA and they, yeah. you know, I don't, I don't think mm. that's it. Yeah, I don't think that's it. That'd be another storyline. If though. anything, it would be more like um, Lady Death, what's her name with the long fingers? Oh, Deathstrike? Yeah, Lady Deathstrike. I think, if anything, they clone, you know, they combine their DNA that'd be kind of crazy Uh, I totally forgot about her I did too but I guess this is what's letting off from uh, everybody's like you know where's the apocalypse I would just say the the post credit sequence you know being with Peter X I I think the Essex Mm -hmm. is basically what cloned X-23 well uh, the thing about that is that uh, uh, the directors specifically said that this is separate Oh. From all those movies. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're I setting it, it like how far past Days of Future Pass? Well, if they gave us a date. It's either 2038 or 2058. Something like but, that. Uh, but that's like way ahead of like... Far into the future, yeah. It's just that uh, they made it adamant that this is it's its own thing. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. Which is, I guess, is kind of yeah. cool. Yeah. Well, because like even like... As, as long as I've been here hearing you talk about Logan, there is so much... Like, I think it would take, like, three to five omnibuses to even get his stories together. Yeah, there's a lot of in-between stories, but, you know, not as... I mean, it's just a lot of backfield, like, a lot of just unnecessary people that he's fought and stuff. But it takes, like, maybe, like, four or five good stories to, like, really know what he's about. And it pretty much... And every story is always referring to how he's always, you know... Things from his past, this like this. He's always a man alone. And I think mm-hmm. that's what you see in this movie is that he really cares for Professor X, that he does not want to be alone. Mm-hmm. And being that all his friends are gone, but bringing this daughter in, it's like, oh, man, there's he's got something to care for, I guess you could say again. So I'm kind yeah. of looking for that that connection between them two because in the comic book, it was kind of rough for him to because he didn't even know he had a daughter. And when she came out told him what the story of what happened um he was like you know you come to accept it like yeah this is my daughter and she's been through the same thing i I just don't want her to end up like me but eventually she does so does he actually claim that you know she's his daughter yeah in the comic book yeah she's come to and even she's come to accept it because she knows everything about him but she she never knew nothing about him but she's everything like him. Like, mm-hmm. like she read his profile, all mm-hmm. this footage they had on him, but, like, you know, she's never met him up when until When they created her, they wanted her to be exactly like him. But being when they put her through certain tests, like, um, she did at least maybe one or two things differently than he did. So they were trying to make her an exact replica of her. The only reason why she became a female is that they found out when they were splicing the DNA that somehow the male gene was not strong enough to support, you know, creating an exact replica of Wolverine. I thought you were going to go with the species thing where they said, oh, we made her a female because they're much more docile. No, no, no. 
so there was something wrong because males already carried the X gene and there was mm-hmm. something about the X gene interfering with that. So the lady that helped create her said, well, why don't we try uh, a human host, a human egg, a female egg. So that's what she did. She, uh, she volunteered her egg and the gene worked and they were like, wow, it's a, it's going to be a female. So, hmm. so basically she's like a test tube type kid. So and but, she's also a powerful girl. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Little sugar, little spice, so little not, X gene. Yeah. So it's not Chemical like X. Yeah. It, it's exactly like it's not like they're trying like oh we need to make her a woman. It just happened like that. Good story writing. You know, as far as her back history too, which we got to do a back history of X twenty three because there's a lot like him and she's gone on her own adventures like that. She's been trained from day one. I guess that's where different from where Logan has been. She's been trained to be this weapon. She's been brainwashed. She's been told this and that. She's killed things at a very young age. So she's kind of scarred. I'm kind of looking forward to that in the movie. I want to see how much of her past is damaged, and I want to know what it is that you know, Logan can talk to her about if there's some things like, yeah, I know what you've been through, like, you know, and stuff like that. Like, take you on this quest. I'm going to make you not want to be like me, not do the bad things that I've done. Be better than I am, I guess you could say. So, yeah. So that's what I'm looking for. Well, that's like what any parent would expect of their child. Exactly. Exactly. So let's go ahead and tap into the comic. So the comics was written by Mark Miller. Uh, by Steve McKeeve and uh, Dexter Vines. And it's an eight-part series. I don't have one of them. I'm still trying to find one. So basically, this was an alternate universe, Wolverine. As we all know, that the 616 and the 1610 are like the two separate universes. Uh, this is the alternate universe. From the original Wolverine, we know, love, you know, mm-hmm. yellow suit and stuff like that. This is like how many years into the future? And... It starts off with him as a dialogue at the very beginning. He's like, you can see a very battered, warm, torn Wolverine silhouette background. And, you know, nobody knows what will happen on the night that heroes fell, which is a very, very theme right from the get-go. Like, no one knows what happened. And it starts off right off the bat. He's living in Southern California, and he's got his own family. And see, that's what's different about the other Wolverine is that he's got a family here. He's old. It doesn't really say how old he is, but he does have two children. And he's living on this farm. They're basically like farmers. And all we know is that he is paying rent money to the Hulks. The Hulks have basically are like the mobsters all up on the western seaboard. They bully people. You know, they pay rent, stuff like that. And their family is no different. So he knows that they're laid on behind their payment and stuff like that. So his wife tells him, like, you know, we need to, we need to do this, do that. What are they going to do when they get here? And his questions are always, his kids are always questioning, like, what was it like before all of this? And now we already know this is a post-apocalyptic type thing. Like, the the villains have already taken over. And it's like, how many years after? So he's just living life normal, doing what he's got to do. So all of a sudden... The very next day, he's going to go teach his son how to go shoot a gun, and they're going to go hunting and see what they can pay back there. And all of a sudden, the Hulk gang shows up, and they ride up in the Fantastic Four mobile, <laughs> as you guys can see. The Fantastic Car? The Fantastic Car. You know, car. I just want to interject. This is beautiful illustration. Yeah, it is very good. I like the I like the art. And right away, it's got like the, you know, the Fantastic Four are etched on. It says the banners and 
for and dead have and forgotten and un mm-hmm. yeah stuff like that and it's just a remnant of like who these villains have taken out and that's pretty sad you know so they come in they you know bully him like you're you're late and stuff like that we need the money and he's telling him, well i don't have the money yada 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 and they basically trying to provoke him because their father is basically bruce banner now during this during this time i guess when the villains had finally started to take over he went crazy um probably through like i guess you could say nuclear radiation kind of drove him crazy along and he knew that eventually that he was going to die but he couldn't procreate with anybody so he had no person to procreate than his own cousin jennifer walters the she-hulk which is pretty gross and they just created this massive like hillbilly yeah like i'm not like i'm just seeing a couple of pictures of the these um the hulk gang quote unquote Mm. and they i'm sorry they're they're all rednecked out they they look like the hills have eyes yeah they're gross you know basically that's what he did with his his own you know his own cousin and stuff like that and they make a they provoke him like you know we heard our dad say you were a big deal back in the day like uh you know start teasing him and stuff like that Mm -hmm. like you better watch your back you know or i would just say um try putting you know you're a little punk ass and stuff like that you don't you don't need this and like that and Trying well, to get him, like I guess, why well, he doesn't I, pop his claws out. Well, you know? I guess, but yeah. like in this scenario that you're explaining to us, was this done in front of his kids? Yeah, in front of his whole family. Exactly. So he's being pushed to the limit and stuff like that, and they're just like trying to provoke him. And it, in his mind, he's like, I could attack them like so bad. So he plays out in his mind like he wants to attack him. It shows a little illustration of what he does. And he's slicing this Hulk in half, and you know his child and them are there. But it's all in his mind. And all of a sudden, that they start beating the hell out of him. They start mm-hmm. pounding him to the ground. And, you know, he's just bloody. And all of a sudden, his son steps up with a gun and says, like, you know, need to back off and stuff like that. And points his gun to the Hulks. And they're like, you know, his mom's like, you're crazy. You don't do this. And and so far, they're like, yeah, whatever. They leave. We'll mm-hmm. be back. Have the money ready by then. And at this point, like I said, his healing factor is not what it used to be, like where he could heal instantaneously and probably takes him like a day or two now. So he he's out unconscious, and when he wakes up, he wakes up to a guest, and there's a guest in his house, and it's basically a blind Cliff Barton. Clint Barton is still alive, and that's what I mean. In the Avengers, this dude has lived through everything. Like Clint Barton is always. Don't count him out just because he, everybody says he's a cheesy character. I hate to say it, but in the movies. That's how I kind of said, well, Hawkeye's underrated. Yeah, he is. Like, he even lived through the age of Ultron, too. Like, mm-hmm. he was one of the last ones still alive during mm-hmm. all of that and basically rallied up people and stuff like that. So oh. I've always had this admiration for Hawkeye and stuff like that. I don't blame you. Yeah. Yeah. So being that he's blind, you know, he comes and says, like, hey, I need you to do me a favor. I want to go across the, the United States for, on a mission. I can't tell you what it's for, but mm-hmm. we're going to go there. But I need your help. It's kind of like a insurance policy, like a protection. And he's like, well, what is it? And like, you know, he's like, well, I can't tell you, but I really want you to come. Mm-hmm. And he goes, it, it pays money. It pays money. And if you go, you know, you have enough money to pay off the Hawks and everything will be fine and dandy. Yeah. So he goes, think about it. So, of course, he agrees on it. Tells his, you know, his wife and his children, well, I'm going to go do this. I'll be back and I'll be back before the Hawks get here. And, of course... Hawkeye rolls up in 
the Spider-Man car. Basically, in one of the comic book series, a Spider-Man car was basically modern after Peter Parker. This car can do everything that Spider-Man can. It could even huh. drive up walls. It could even drive down walls and stuff like that. I looks hate like to a, say, but it looks badass. Yeah. It looks like a Hot Wheels car, though. It, it, it basically is. Yeah. I was going to say, it looks like a jeep or something but but it's a spider car and it does exactly what a spider-man can (laughs) so which is pretty cool so that's what he's that's what he's driving in and being that he's blind it makes sense because you don't know where the hell he's going (laughs) so well that's just what i was going to ask you like in this universe although hawkeye is blind i'm sure he's still pretty keen on how to get places we'll get to that that's pretty good 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 observer so basically right here we cut to the middle and it shows a map and it basically shows you in the middle, like, what the territories are divided up amongst. Uh, each supervillain got a certain chunk of the United States and stuff like that. And it shows exactly the trail that they're going to get to New Babylon, as they call it, which is basically Washington, D.C., the eastern seaboard, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Now, being that this is the future run by villains, probably a very, very dangerous trip. And the negative zone opening. Yeah, Exactly. Pretty cool, so huh? Like it's in Oklahoma? Yeah. Or Texas? Oh, yeah. nice. <laughs> so in this comic, we're going to see a lot of, we're, in the storyline, we're going to see a lot of things that happen, but none of them are really explained, so you got to bear with me, because in the comic, it didn't say, like, what happened. Are we in free, free land here? Yeah. It looks like we're in unclaimed land. No, we're not. No. I think we are. Uh, no, I think we're like under Magneto's rule or something uh, like that. It looks like it's divided up with uh It looks like Fisk. we're closer to... Yeah. Oh, yeah. The new Kingpin. Cree Haven. So basically, that's it, and that's how the first how the story goes. That's basically what this journey is all about. Okay. What are you guys thinking about it so far? Interesting so far. Interesting so yeah. far. So now we pick up. They're on their way. Yeah, yeah. I've seen there's little songs and stuff like that, and they hit. The first place they hit is a place called. Um, Clint's driving this entire time. Right? Clint is yeah. driving this entire time, and he's Good like a Lord. blind Hawkeye. And like I said, he it's a Sparta car. You don't have to worry about falling off edges mm. when you could go down yeah, the good edge. Point. Exactly, which is what happens. They come to a dead end, and that's when he finally reveals that's everything a Spider-Man can do. And they drive down, and you know they land, and Logan is pretty much freaked out because he does have a, a keen sense of fear of heights. He really does. Uh, yeah, Even at his okay. age, he still does. So they drive, and the first place they go to is San Francisco. And San Francisco is in ruins it's like a total ghost town like there's like maybe a few people living in there but living in fear dark whatever shows remnants of what happened and they happen to catch a glimpse of molochs molochs are basically these uh the servants of the mole man are basically like these mutated creatures that live underneath the ground that occasionally come up and eat people yeah would it be fair to say that um I guess in the cartoon version of X-Men, they did have the Molochs where Storm had to go down and fight the 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 queen of the Molochs. Uh, uh, are, are, so, yeah. are they generally like the same thing? But No, now these that, ones are different. They're, I think they're called Molochs or they're called mo- Moloids or something like that. They're different. They're different than the Molochs. Okay. Yeah, something like that. There's also a 50s uh, very bad sci-fi show about Morlocks. There you go. Yeah. Something like that, yeah. It was a Mystery Science Theater. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I forget what it was called. <laughs> well, basically, they're yeah. kind of like mole people, and they were the servants to the mole man, yeah. basically. They're uncontrollable. They have a bloodlust for human flesh and stuff like that, but he was the only guy, a very low, a very low-tier villain, but had these servants that he could keep 
in check. And he was a Fantastic Four villain. So basically, you know, that's a reference to there. But then, like, you know, I'm sorry to keep interjecting here, but if you think about it, even in the Warriors, remember the orphans? That's right. So this would be like, even though they're low level, they still got like a big following. Exactly. They were a force to be reckoned with. Exactly. And that's one of the things that Clint says, like, this is what happens to San Francisco. Basically, they ate all of San Francisco. They dug tunnels all the way through San Francisco, sunk the city down, and just ate everybody there. Which is... Jesus. Pretty pretty gruesome. <laughs> so they camped there for the night and stuff like that. And they're like, okay, <laughs> Let's so... Let's camp here, yeah. Well, I mean, they, they pretty much know what they're doing. I mean, so Hawkeye thinks, well, I got Wolverine on my on my back. Like, I have nothing mm-hmm. to fear. And he's just as good as himself as a good hero. So they stayed at the night. And basically just catch up, like, what have you been doing and stuff like that. So in the middle of their camp battle, they get raided by a band of ghost riders. Now, <gasps> oh, nice. Jesus. We don't know if they're spirits of vengeance or they're just a game that happened to steal a couple of Ghost Rider bikes. So we don't know mm. if they they have superpowers or not. So they get attacked and basically they're just tearing up Hawkeye and Wolverine. And they're doing their best to fight them off. And during this time, like Clint's like, do something. And they're just tearing up Wolverine like they're hitting him with chains. They're taking chunks of his skin off and stuff like that. And he doesn't do anything. He's like, come on, like, fight back, fight back. And at this point, we finally get to see how good Hawkeye really is when an arrow goes through one of the Ghost Riders right through the brain. Even though he's blind, it doesn't matter that he's blind. As long as he can hear, he can know where to shoot. Hmm. So that's the cool thing about it. And he starts picking off these Ghost Riders one by one. I'm looking at this picture, folks, and it's pretty fucking gruesome. Yeah, it's pre- it's a very bloody comic. It's really cool, and I like that. So he basically wipes them all out. Logan gets back up, and he's like, why the hell did you do anything? Like, like what what's wrong with you? Like, and, and stuff like that. You're the Wolverine. And he's like, I'm not the Wolverine no more. My name is Logan. When are you going to get that to your end? And they have kind of like a little argument. He's like, you know, so what good are you to me if you're not going to do anything? He's like, I'll fight, but I'll fight the best way I know how, but I will not pop my claws out. Mm-hmm. And he's like, whatever. You know, let's just get on. Let's get out of here. So they go. So they're in the middle of the night. Logan just has these flashbacks of what happened. And as you can see, there's a picture of him and Sinister, Sabretooth, all getting attacked and Omega Red just attacking him. In his mind, when he when Clint asked him, like, why don't you do it? It's like, kind of like a little flashback in his mind. And he's like, well, I can't tell you now. That's basically mm-hmm. it. So next they move on. And they hit the next place. It's a place called Hammer Falls. The reason they call this place Hammer Falls is basically this is the last stand where Thor made a stand and the place where Mormir had fell. Mm. And it's in Las Vegas, of all things. And Mormir. when they get yeah. there, it's kind of like a bazaar. And there's people there. And they're trying to lift this hammer like no one has been able to pick this it's hammer. It's still there. It's still there, which is why they call it Hammer Falls. And it's kind of like a shrine because at this point, people are looking for hope. People are looking for something, you know, because this is a world, a, a very terrible world run by villains. And Can I ask you a personal question? Yeah. I'm looking at this picture right now of where Hammer Falls is. And honestly, I'm heartbroken. It is. It's very did, what, what did you think when you first saw this? Because this is like, you, you have no idea, folks. If you got to Google it, Google Hammer Falls and this is... 
The most heartbreaking image ever. Yeah, and you should can see in the background there's you could see people just kneeling down and mm-hmm. like praying to this hammer, like hoping for hope, huh. you know. And stuff like that. Like maybe Sounds like Megaton in Fallout Three. <laughs> exactly, yeah. exactly. It sounds very, very unique like that. So you know, and Logan's like, What happened here? And he goes, I'll uh, you know, tell me about it. So basically what Clint tells him is that this basically that was the last stand for Thor and basically he was taken out by like Magneto and the Absorber Man. So basically two people, an X Men affiliated villain and a fan is it no a Spider Man villain. Which you never would have guessed to fight somebody like Thor. Now I guess that's the thing with the villains is that they paired up villains that were perfect matches for people to take down because you've always reminisced certain villains for certain heroes. Mm-hmm. And you're always right. wondering why they're always getting beat. So when they came together, I was like, why don't you try him out? Like, he does know nothing about you. Okay. And being that absorbent man can absorb anything, even a blow from Mornmere, which probably, like, hitting a feather. And Magneto, who can basically control metal, even if it is a magical metal. Could you know stuff like that? So that's I can, just what I was going to ask. Is I was like, wouldn't Majorner kind of work against Magneto because it's mm, working to the Mulder? will of Thor? Mormir, yeah. Well, Mulder. no, because it doesn't matter. I mean, when you're a master of magnetism, everything is it's metal. Like I'm uh-huh. pretty sure he you know in in Smars and Enchanted, it's it's a piece of metal. He still can control it. So I could see those two definitely taking it off. If Mjolnir was going up an elevator. <laughs> would it still be worth it? Still, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. also, like, I remember you um, discussing a little bit of this in the previous and a few podcasts earlier. But um, why? I just don't get how you could be a Greek god. Like, they go down. Like, let's say we were to put um, Norse myth into it. Mm-hmm. Thor and his fellow gods and goddesses can only be brought down by the giant snake creature that's like nesting in the earth. Mm -hmm. Are they breaking a little bit of Greek myth or is this just proof that... Well, they're they're kind of representations of what the gods used to be because they're demigods. They're half human. That's what it means to be a demigod. You're You're half god, you're half human. So you're very vulnerable. The... I guess that's what kind of it makes a little bit more explanation as far as Greek mythologists thought they were just pure gods, whereas, you know, a more understanding is like they were like us, but, you know, just with special powers. And then you also said earlier that, like in earlier podcasts, that the villains outweighed the heroes by far. Exactly. Like, dare I say, more than two to one. Oh, yeah. And it explains as it goes on. Like, there was just... When a distress call comes in, like they they finally notice that they're just outwitted so much. Like if you come to read comic books over the years, like you really do start to see that there are way more villains than there are superheroes, and it makes sense why this happened and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So as they carry on, they move on, and then they meet Ultron Eight, and they basically right away you're like, oh Ultron, you know, it's the terrorizing yeah. robot. He's actually kind of weird. He's just like, hey, guys, I'm Ultron. Hey, you guys remember me and stuff like that? <laughs> I guess so kind of like into like geek Ultron? He's kind of like broken, I guess you could say. He's like, oh, I imagine you... his voice is by Matthew Perry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know. Could uh, I be like any more of a villain? Yeah. yeah, exactly. So basically, he's like, hey, guys, you know, what are you guys doing? They tell him what they're doing. He's like, oh, why don't you guys come here and stay, stay tonight? And uh, 
you know, seek refuge. I, I don't know what you guys are doing. So they take him to this garage. Basically, is a her name is uh, what was her name? Tanya something. Uh, basically, she's the mother of the new Spider Spider Woman at the time. Basically, Clint and uh, slept with this woman. She's a black lady, and they're like, "How you doing?" It's kind of like rough, like. How are you doing? Yeah, nice Ooh, that see, awkward. Yeah, nice to see you, whatever. <laughs> you know, and Wolverine's like, well, I'm staying out of this, you know. Right. So he's like, how are you doing? How's the, how's the kids? And she's like, well, my daughter's missing. And they're like, what are you talking about? Well, she went to go stop the king, the kingpin. She kind of was trying to film her own band so that she could take over that certain area. And basically, she's a cross between uh, the Spider-Man and Clint. So she's got the spider-man powers and basically she says she got captured by the kingpin and that's what she's holding at so as you see damn she's there she's in uh she's in the jail cell and good lord she looks good uh yeah just just to date this comic there's a an ad for a flip phone on the other side of this page. <laughs> <laughs> i know huh? it's pretty cool yeah yeah I know it's pretty cool. When you go back and you read comics yeah. you see all these old ads for everything this was a did we see this figure somewhere wasn't it one of the legends? I think so. Yeah. And if so, I don't know why I didn't buy it. That's like a fine. Yeah. That's an amazing, yeah, amazing drawing. So she's another version of Spider-Woman, I guess you could say. So that's where that part two ends. So, yeah, a lot happened within this yeah. short, these first two books. Yeah. No, I just can't get over it. This is... So what are you guys thinking? Like, the story is going by, like... A lot, like really. Yeah, I mean, especially with the stuff with Clint is definitely far more intriguing. Yeah, than, than I was expecting. Um, pretty sure they'll probably cut most of this out for the movie. Yeah, oh, yeah, I'm um, sure because the you know this is like what six, eight comics. Yeah, eight comics. So, but it's a whole story, and I, I guess you could see why there's so many things left unexplained. Is that when you're trying to get the story across within eight comics, like. Of course, you're going to leave a lot of things unexplained. And I guess that's what yeah. Mark Miller was going for. It was up to your imagination to find out, like, to think, like, oh, man, what happened exactly? Yeah. So um, so basically, that's what happened. So we're going to pick off with uh, part three. Actually, that's the one that's missing. So yeah. the one that I'm missing is basically where Logan and Hawkeye have made this plan to go rescue his daughter. So it's been how about a new kingpin? And the new kingpin... Uh, won this area from Magneto because as, as you could say Magneto got old and same thing like Logan his power his powers got you know weak so anybody at the time any villain that was like you know he's weak he's vulnerable shoot I'll take over Ooh, so that's, that's what happened that's mm. kind of like the catch 22 of like you know taking exactly. over an area and then like as you get older and you know like like you just said um they might lose their powers. They might still have them. But once they notice that you're losing your powers, of course somebody's going to exactly. try to come and so, take your territory. Exactly. So that's what happens with the new Kingpin. So basically what uh, Magneto did was when, during his reign, he basically brought a lot of things from the Savage Land, which is where his base of operation was always at. If you always talk, you know, Magneto with the Savage Land, it's always a thing. Okay. And you know what's in Savage Land? There's dinosaurs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So basically, he brought dinosaurs, and they're basically like free roaming the United States from the Savage Shit. Land. That sounds cool. Yeah. So basically, I wonder why we didn't live. Exactly. <laughs> so the king, new Kingpin has this new thing. Like, you know, he's like kind of like, a, it goes back to Roman times. He's built his own Colosseum. 
And he basically captures the new version of Daredevil and the new version of Punisher in there, like in this arena. And they have to survive. And he's got these two T-Rexes in there or dinosaurs that are this gladiator in and they have to fight their way out. And it's pretty sick. And he's got them chained up. And and it's it's really horrible because they end up getting eaten by these dinosaurs and torn apart. Are are they actual descendants of Daredevil and Punisher? Are they just like wannabes? Uh, The thing that's described is that they were just couple people that took up the mantle i guess Mm -hmm. so i don't know if they are see that's what i mean mark miller left a lot of things unexplained like he basically left it to your imagination like oh maybe that was a protege maybe it's not so it kind of makes sense but like i said when you're in a rush to make a story um makes sense that you're gonna leave a lot out god i love this story (laughs) so basically that's what happens and they get eaten so they end up getting captured by the kingpin and wolverine and clint get tossed into the arena and they end up finding their way out. Of course, Wolverine doesn't do anything. Just kind of like, he's still, he's got his agility. You know, he manages to maneuver and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Gets the dinosaur to like uh, eat a couple of the people in the arena. <laughs> basically uses the, the body weight and they blow the hole through the stadium. And they basically, during that point, Clint goes undercover to ref- uh, free his daughter and stuff like that behind the Kingpin's back. And they do. And then uh, they relieve out, and while they're there, the kingpin catches up with them. They have a little Mexican standoff, and out of nowhere, his daughter comes out with a blood of a shotgun and just knocks the kingpin's head off, like straight off with a shotgun. You see the head roll off, and they're like, you know, what are you doing? She's like, I wasn't here to, like, create a new group to take over. She's like, I want to take over. I want to be the new kingpin. Wow. Nice. So you find out that she's a villain. <laughs> so, Shit. So now she's after Wolverine and Logan, and they managed And they to, just basically helped her get into power. Basically, they did. Huh. So during this time, they're in a little confrontation, and Clint is just like getting the hell beat out of him, and no one knows where Wolverine's at at this time. So right around the time she's about ready to kill him, he busts through the door. He busts through the door with the Spider-Man car, basically just grabs Clint and pulls him in and is like, let's get out of here. So they jump out off the bridge and or out of the building and onto the den and they're out of there. And that's huh. basically how that story ends. And stuff Damn. Like hmm. And so now they're going into the desert. So it's pretty it's freaking pretty intense right there. So huh. yeah. I like how at the beginning of every comic they say previously like on yeah. This and then they show you a map of where they are. Yeah, exactly where they're at and how far they've gone. Seriously, people, like if if you're interested in Logan at all, maybe you guys should check out the Old Man Logan series because this is crazy. The the art is It's very, very good. It's so it's also in a complete book too. So if you guys don't want to find the comic individual comics like I did, just like go a, buy the book. Yeah, go buy the omnibus. Yeah, the omnibus is really good. So after that, as you can see, he busts through and he saves him. As you can see right there, grabs Clint, they, they hop out and stuff like that. And you see her looking down and she's like, I want to get you one day, whatever. There. So she sends a couple of people to go after them. So they're in the desert. While they're getting chased by this mob, all of a sudden, like, the ground starts giving way. And a big hole just happens to open up in the middle of the desert and they all fall in. Oh, shit. When they come to it, Wolverine's the first one to wake up. And all of a sudden, you just he just hear these voices and they're like, what's going on? And he's calling out for Clint, like, Clint, where are you? Happens to find a little flare, cracks it open, and he first thing he sees are these Maloids, and they're eating every single person that has fallen down in that hole. 
So they're like freaking out, and you know, he's like, "Oh shoot, you know, we gotta stay ultra quiet." And Clint is still alive. He's like, "We gotta move as quietly as we can to get out of here. If we can get back in a truck, use the spider truck, crawl up the in and get out of here." But they are just they witnessed and seeing all of these people just getting eaten, as you can see right here. Yeah, that's pretty fucking graphic. It is. It's pretty cool. So basically, you're like, "Oh shit, you know, a good trap," you know, just seeing everybody eaten and stuff like that so it's pretty neat in this universe it's kind of crazy to see like even though villains have banded together to take over the world it's crazy to see like even villains within villains betraying each other it's it's nuts Mm -hmm. even that whole spider girl thing like clint's daughter that that baffles me that you know she didn't even appreciate that they like, oh, well, we busted you out. Oh, well, thanks. Now I can take over this fucking exactly. place. Exactly. And like I say, it's a villain amongst villains because uh, basically the per- first person to own the Western Seaboard was not the Hulk. It was the Abomination. So, of course, the Bo- Hulk sees an opportunity, took over the Abomination, killed him, and took, you know, put his family in charge. And, and actually, the tagline for the third one is it's very accurate. Yeah, things keep getting worse, and they do. Because now, like, they're in a situation. So they do. They manage to hop in the car, and they drive up, and they go straight up. And they get out of that hole. And they're like, man, we just <laughs> we just got out by the skin of our teeth, you know? Literally. So while they're driving, all of a sudden they hit a herd of dinosaurs. And, you know, they're just like, man, I hope the worst is behind us. So they come across this huge body. It's basically this big, big body. And they're like, what? And Logan's like, what the hell is that? And... First off, Clint says, well, that's the body of Loki. And on laying on top of him is the Baxter building. And you're oh. like, what the hell? Like, what happened? Yeah. Loki? Yeah, Loki. A big, huge, giant, decaying body of Loki. And the Baxter building is laying around on top of him. Hmm. Yeah. And that's what basically, you know, the half-brother of Thor and stuff like that. Is that like a mystery about how he got that big? And Yeah, exactly. Baxter- you don't know what happened. Like, I don't even know what happened. But that's pretty interesting. To that's see pretty that, cool to see him. I like that. And the Baxter building on top of him, you're yeah. like, oh damn! Like, you know, the Fantastic Four obviously took care of one, so that's pretty cool. Hmm. So as you as they're driving away and they pass the corpse, so you see this shadowy figure, which is basically Venom, and he's been following this whole time. Oh he's shit! He's watching from a ridge. So they just keep driving, yeah, yeah, and they, they come across another, getting close to the next town. And basically, they're in South Dakota. Isn't that where the Mount, Mount, Rush- Mount Rushmore? Yeah. Yeah. And they see Mount Rushmore, and basically, where all the presidents at, there's a picture of the Red Skull on there, as you yeah. can see, which is pretty damn cool. That's, that's all fucked up. Yep. <laughs> all right. That's pretty damn cool. And of course, the scowl on Logan's face and everybody's face, like, what the hell? You know, insult. Yeah. You know, very yeah. Insult. Yeah. So they take a place in Des Moines, Iowa. They end up catching a place at like this little hick town. They're in a bar and they're sitting there trying to recuperate, having a couple drinks and stuff like that. And he basically Hawkeye is like, how the hell do I how do have things just getting screwed up so bad? You know, stuff like that. And, mm-hmm. and you know, at least you seem a little bit okay yourself at your old self, you know, is and then Logan's like, that's what I'm afraid of. He's like, what do you mean? He goes, you know what I mean. And he goes through another flashback of what's happening. He's laying. You see him 
bloody and he's worn torn and all these villains laying at his feet and stuff like that but i ain't that guy anymore hawkeye i love my wife i love my kids and the love the little life that i've carried out for ourselves and stuff like that so basically they're just there reminiscing he's like keep clinton's the whole time just keep asking him like what happened like why don't you do this anymore so a couple of these hicks overhear their conversation and stuff like that start trying to get something started and of course you know making fun of them like you guys shouldn't be here they make fun of the you know what happened to the heroes like are you guys one of those heroes are you guys this and that and wolverine just kind of loses it finally and he tackles one of the guys puts his you know his fist underneath the guy's chin which basically you know it's going to happen and he stops and he doesn't do anything and he walks out of the bar How very unlike Wolverine. Very unlikely. And, you know, even Clinton's like, what What the the hell? Logan, like, really? And he sees him walking out. He goes, what happened, man? And he goes, what what did they do to you? He finally comes out and says to Wolverine, what did they do to you? What did the villains do to you? Finally, at the very end, he's like, sit down. I'll tell you. Oh, my God. Tell you what happened. Exactly. (gasps) Do you think this might be a good time for a break, or should we keep going? Well, we're at 40 minutes. I don't know. Okay. Maybe we can do one more book and then we can go on a break. Okay. Okay. So basically now you finally get into He's finally been pushed to the limit. And now you're finally going to get the story of what exactly happened, what they did to him. And it is very. Is this different from Mastermind having Logan massacre the whole X-Men? You might. It might be. Oh, we'll my see. God. So basically. Oh, my God. Right off the bat. There, it picks up at Westchester. There's a huge distress, distress call. And as you can see, there's Wolverine, there's Jubilee. They're, in the, they're at the console, and there's just distress signals coming from everywhere. The Avengers are calling for help. The Fantastic Four, um, Alpha Flight from Canada are calling for help. Excalibur from Britain. And even the X-Force and all of that are like, man, what's going on? They're like, and Jubilee's like, there's, what she say exactly? Yeah, from the Avengers to Shield, the Fantastic Four, Wakanda, just about everywhere. Like, and we're trying to call them back, but I ain't getting anything. It's just high pitched noises, screaming, Damn. and stuff. And she goes, "Your thoughts?" It's like we need to get out there, you know, like now. As soon as he finishes that, an explosion right there, and it mm. throws him out and knocks her out. And, you know, no, you need to get out of here. And about twenty, we needed to get out of here about twenty minutes ago. And before you know it. A horde of all of these X-Men villains just comes pouring in. There's oh, Dr. Wow. Octopus. There's, um, what's his name? Strife. There's uh, U- Ulysses Claw. And there's oh, like yeah. the Shocker and stuff like that. And right away, Wolverine just pops him out and gets caught up in um, Dr. Doom's uh, Claw. And, he, and, he's, and this whole page is just basically him just going rampage. And he is just slaughtering them left and right. And Jesus Christ. And you're like, what's going on? And basically, um, Kitty Pratt is trying to get the younglings out and stuff like that. And, and <laughs> younglings, yeah, basically, <laughs> or basically young mutants out. And she's like, you know, we need to get out of here. And the villains are popping in, you know, the Hobgoblin and Sinister, and they're just running for their lives. And Wolverine at this point is just tearing them up. He slices through Doctor Octopus. He kills Claw. He kills Doctor Octopus. He chops off the head of of uh, strife and it's just 
a bloodbath. And he, is, as you can see, just illustrations of him just taking it down. The silver samurai decapitates the silver samurai. And this is basically right here. This is what you would say the berserker rage right here, mm -hmm. being pushed to his limit. And at this point, he doesn't feel anything. He's just, just, oh man, a killing machine. <laughs> man, and they're even like, like getting at him too. Exactly, and you're and you realize like he very is a very underestimated mutant because he is very violent. He don't care. He wants to get a job done, but like just total carnage in the X Mansion. And the last person he kills is Bullseye. You know, he stabs Bullseye right through the heart. And as Bullseye is dying, he goes, stop, Logan, please. What are you doing this? You were supposed to be our friend. And he's like, at one point, just a moment of clarity. He's like, what? And out of the shadows appears, he goes, oh, dear. You know? And oh, the illusion lifts. <gasps> and he's holding Ooh. the body of Jubilee. And Mysterio is standing right above him. He's like, oh, oh shit. Do you think you really could do this alone take down 40 supervillains talk about this illusion of grandeur but your friends the people that you would have hesitated that's a different and entire matter and wolverine has just got this look on his face like shock like i can't believe this my name is mysterio the master of illusion my thanks on our behalf of the criminal community oh, and wow. he leaves Damn. and you see the bodies of all the oh, X-Men yeah. laying there and the shock on Wolverine's face that he oh man is the man that single-handedly killed all his friends and being that Mysterio is a Spider-Man villain mm -hmm. but because Spider-Man was always managed to outwit him because He's got a spider sense. Yeah, a spidey sense. He can he, knows he can see through his bullshit. He of. can, but that's very true, and that's true. But see, with Wolverine, he's very susceptible to brainwash. He's been brainwashed before, but his keen sense of smell is one thing that you would have to get by. And of course, his his manipulator of his brain, which is basically his weak point. He's very he can be manipulated. So Mysterio being able to not just only give him an illusion, but even cloak the scent of his friends that he didn't even know that he was killing them mm. is very, very villainous in itself. Yeah, that's, that's fucked up, man. A very, you know, as a, coming from a villain standpoint, like, that's a hell of a good plan. This sucks. And that is horrible. You guys. I actually, pretty bad. Yeah, I teared pretty up. Bad. I teared up when I saw that because. Yeah, the, the pick of the first reveal of Jubilee, that's, that's pretty strong. Basically, yeah, because that's his, that was basically his, I guess you could say kind of like I guess kind of like a surrogate daughter. Not really. More like a kind of like a they had kind of like an older brother, younger sister type relationship. Mm -hmm. You know, she was always looking at him like an older brother. Because, My God, though, that's Jesus. Cut to a scene where he goes, Hawkeye. They're sitting around a campfire, and he's like, "You murdered the X Men." Logan says, "I stabbed every one of them right through the heart. I didn't even know it was them." Hawkeye and he Mysterio. He did more than that. Mysterio made me look and feel and, and even smell different. He goes, I swear to God, I had no idea. Well, I guess, like you said, when they sick these villains on certain heroes, the villains know where to tackle them. Like, um, sure, like you said, Mysterio can't fool Spider-Man, but 
Wolverine is all about his primal instincts, his mm-hmm. scent, his sight, what he feels, and Mysterio. Ta- God, that yeah. is so fucked That's up. Very. So then he says, "What happened then?" He goes, "Who knows?" He goes, "All I remember was walking through the woods with the the trees, sobbing and crying." He goes, "It could have been days. It could have been weeks. All that stuck in my my head was the leaves being wet." and the taste of blood in my mouth. In your own personal opinion, do you think maybe they targeted Wolverine this hard because he could have possibly been the only mutant to stop them? I kind of believe so. I do. Well, him and the X-Men, I guess, because, like, you know, why would you go to such an extreme to take out one faction? That's true, because actually in A A versus X, when the Avengers fought the X-Men, it was kind of shown that the X-Men had a little bit more upper hand than Mm -hmm. Avengers. Because when you're born with a gift, you know, you pretty much, you're not enhanced with it. You were born with it, so you have a slighter advantage with that. Because you know how to control it. Exactly. You had to learn how to control it. And they had to learn to adapt with it, and they had to learn how to use it and stuff like that. So, so basically, what he's doing, he's like, and while he's walking through the woods, as you can see, there's a silhouette of him. He's beat up, and you know, he's crying and stuff. And he goes, even the animals were scared of me. He goes, um, the Battle of Vegas. He goes, the final showdown between the heroes and the bad guys. He goes, I it didn't even register in me. He goes. Day before they, that bad, I couldn't even think. He goes, "All I wanted to do was hurt myself." Because he was broken, yeah. You know, like, pay the price for what I've done. Yeah. So I waited for a freight train. His, I, I killed the Wolverine dead that night. He goes, "But a train couldn't kill you." He goes, "Not with that healing factor." He goes, "No, but it hurt. It hurt a lot. And sometimes, you know, that's enough." So basically, he put his head on the thing, and the train tried. He runs over, but of course, like I said, it didn't kill him. And you finally see the picture of Logan, the strongest person that I could think, just crying his eyes out. And he goes, now you just try and tell me the Wolverine didn't deserve to die. You just telling me that I had been food to hide these claws for 50 years. He goes, I wouldn't dare. I wouldn't dare say that to you. He goes, but I'm a farmer now, Hawkeye. These hands don't do nothing but keep, you know, set the land, tend the land. He goes, I don't even think about asking me to fight again. You know, you hear me, I will never hurt any living soul as long as I live. How many times have you read this series? A lot. Because I can, even now I can see that, you know, it's, you're not getting emotional. Well, you know, you're not going to tear up or anything, but I can see that somewhere inside that mm-hmm. it's, it, it hurts you. It does every time you read it. And, Hawkeye's like, it's your call, brother. That's after that. So that's how that ends. Now you finally get the story of what happened. Next day, they head back out and they hit another a bridge. It's basically it's a bridge. Like I could say this is basically the bridge by in New Mexico. It's like the gorge, I guess you could say. All right. And there's this little boy standing there. His name's Dwight. And this place is called Dwight's Toll. And he basically, he's got the Scott Lang Ant-Man helmet <laughs> on. And basically, this little kid, Dwight, says... 85 cents to cross, you know, the bridge. Mm-hmm. And Wolverine is the first one to say, get the hell out of here. Who the hell <laughs> at this point's got nice. 85 cents? <laughs> what, what is money in this? Exactly. World? In this world. Exactly. In this post-apocalyptic world. Like, what is money? Uh-huh. And Hawkeye's like, the first one to not hesitate. He's like, no, we have to pay this kid. And he does. He gives him 85 cents and it takes a glimpse to 
all the corpses that are below this bridge. Oh, Jesus. Has these ants eating all of these people. So, mm. yeah, you have to pay this toll. Right. Okay. So, which is pretty cool. Yeah. So, so then they go across Doomshead, Illinois, and basically you see some dinosaurs, you know, it's just barren wasteland and stuff like that. Ah, New Mexico. Yep. <laughs> so all of a sudden he's like, forget about it. You know, they're just dinosaurs and stuff. I can't believe this. And it's like, I just have this feeling something's chasing us. And he goes, well, we're going pretty fast. He goes, I doubt there's anything that's going to catch up to us. And think again, bub. And you see Venom has finally found another host and he bonds himself to a T-Rex. Oh, that's cool. And is basically chasing him yeah, and cool. Hawkeye. That is the scariest looking fucking T-Rex I've ever seen. And... Of that book. Okay, so by this point, what I want to ask you is, um, so do you agree with why Logan refuses to be the Wolverine again? I do. I really do. Why? I mean, because for a guy that can't kill himself, there's really no punishment that he can do to himself to hurt himself. The only punishment he can do is take away the very thing that made him who he is as a hero, his claws, his healing ability. Well, the thing that, here's the crazy thing. I'm thinking of what Miyagi said at the beginning of um, Karate Kid 2 after he had Kreese, like, bang up his fist as he said, there's no worse punish, person who has no forgiveness in heart living is worse punishment than death. Yeah, exactly. And that's what he's, that's basically what he's And doing. then, like, basically, and that that was really graphic, him putting his head on the fucking railroad. Because, mm-hmm. like, folks, you got to really read this shit. It, it was so, yikes. Yeah. But, um. I just love the artwork in here. Like, I know, it's, it's fascinating. So it's good. It's great. But, um, can't you, like, reason with yourself that you were tricked? Yeah. This picture of Jubilee. It's so sad. <laughs> it is. Oh my you know, God. and I guess like I said, you know, I've said many podcasts before that I really have gone through a lot of dark things in my life. Mm-hmm. A lot. And I guess I can see a lot of the things that he's done in his books that have gone me through in life because even after this, like he's he's gone through so much, but there's always like God, that part of him that he keeps getting back up. Like God knows how many decades yeah. after he's been torturing himself with being responsible for his friend's death. Yeah, like all of them, basically. Like God, that if you look at it um, from the X Men universe, there are a lot of X Men, even like you know, not worldwide, but just in the X Mansion. Yeah. That would have, you know, come to arms. Yeah. And it's like, oh shit, it's Wolverine. But I believe even if it didn't happen, I think the X-Men would have only lasted for so long. Being that, like I said, there were so many more villains than there were them. But they probably would have been the last group standing, but would have gave a good fight in the end. Yeah. So So, do you think we'll get something similar of Wolverine tearing through the X-Men in Logan? Hmm. I don't really know, but I kind of think the way they will replace it is like the the X Men are dead. So I'm assuming that maybe it won't be villains. Maybe it's just this group that we're basically getting a movie, the Reavers, mm-hmm. or the yeah. I think they mean the, like will we see Logan killing the X Men? I don't know. Yeah, that that'd be oh man, that'd be pretty deep. Yeah, that would be pretty deep. It's, like. 
like seriously, all you probably need to read is this one comic. Yeah. This is the fourth. Yeah. And it's it's just so intense in these few pages, and it's so. You know, like I honestly don't know if I could handle this <laughs> on screen. Yeah, I think I, I think I might just break down and like yeah. do a full out hmm. Stella, you know, like cry yeah. scene. I don't know if we'll get that in the movie though. That I mean, it's even, rated R, but I don't, I don't think they go to this extreme. Yeah, no, it seems like an almost complete departure from the actual old man Logan. Yeah. Yeah, like I really like if I had the opportunity, I was or I would love to make this movie. Mm. It'd be I, mean, I don't know if it get win any awards, but to see this story, I think it would like. You know what? No, uh, uh, I'm not trying to be mean or anything, but I don't think it would win any awards. But you'd be surprised how many fans. Yeah, would love it. I mean, come on, they make Schindler's List, and that's a that's a pretty freaking that, that that's pretty fucked. Yeah, up, that's yeah. true. So I believe it. If I ever get the opportunity, I would I would love to do this movie. God, I really would. You know, like you get to see one man's story and the struggle and the pain, and but in the end, you know, the redemption and you know what happens to him in the end, which is very good. Um, but in the, as far as the movie, like you say, it does strafe a lot for me. So maybe we might. I don't know. I I kind of do want to see what happened to the X Men. Why they're all gone? Yeah. So maybe we might. And whoever uh, Professor X is mentioning, they also came back with him. That's right. If, like, I still think that the, uh, the professor is still a part of Logan's mind. Think so? Yeah. Might be. Yeah. He held on to more of a father figure. Whereas this, the thing with Wolverine, even in the comics, between him and Scott, like, when they first joined, like, they always saw Professor X as the father figure. Mm-hmm. Like, especially Scott. You know, Scott yeah. really took him as a father. But Scott's attitude changed over the years after the death of Gene, and he was put in so many situations. Eventually, he, Scott started to see Professor X as kind of like, you know, started seeing him less as a father figure and more of like a in the way all the way like when he needed to do certain things well the 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 horrible thing is like both in the movies and in the comics is just that um because i think i've had you read the dark phoenix saga right Mm -hmm. i've read it and there's also a what if comic what if the phoenix came back but even in that professor x is trying to tell scott like you know don't let you know your anger and your fear overcome you and he's you know, Scott's basically getting mad at him and telling him, like, don't tell me what to do or what to think. God, you're basically, you're becoming such a nuisance. Like, why yeah, am I exactly. even listening That's to exactly you? what he started to see Professor X as. And that's what I mean it went different because, you know, Scott started to see him as a nuisance, a guy that was holding him back, whereas Logan never changed his attitude towards the Professor. He always saw him as a father he never had. You know, the guy that was always, the only guy that was always there to keep him in check. You know, and I could understand when I could definitely. Un- I, I guess can see like that. his conscience. Yeah, exactly. The only person he could reason with, other than Gene or, or Jubilee and stuff mm-hmm. like that, certain people that you know were always there to like say, "No, you shouldn't do this. No, you should do that." And so I definitely could see that in the book, in the comic, in the movie. Is like he still has his father. He has this much love for this person that he's gonna do everything he can to keep him alive because he doesn't want this father figure to go. Like who does? Yeah. And even in the movies, like remember, I think it was at the end of Last Stand um, with Moira with her brain dead patient. Then you know, like you hear Charles's voice, "Hello, Moira." Is there a possibility that he could have 
the in this new movie after I'm going to call it and say the professor dies. I I think so. I, I think I, so too. But is there a small possibility that he could attach a little bit of part of himself to Logan? I think that the professor is already dead and that he transferred his consciousness over to Logan. That's probably my guess. That's a good one too. Yeah. That's actually well, you know, yeah, the point I'm talking about is just like, you know, just a teeny bit of the professor, but not his whole Yeah, I can yeah, see maybe. that. Yeah. He is a very powerful me. I can totally see that. I do like your idea, Dylan. That's that's what I, I, I that's what I get from the trailers. Yeah. yeah. It pretty much, yeah. Well, I, honestly, yeah. from my perspective and probably like, you know, from everyone else's perspective, because I'm not as deep into it as you guys, but just from the trailer, it just seems like, you know, the professor's the only one who survived. Logan's looking after him. And once the professor's gone, Logan's on his own, basically. But you know what? If if what you're saying is true, John, then I'm just going to blow out of my fucking seat. <laughs> I think that's going to I think that would hurt me a lot more. Yeah. Because I really want the physicality of Professor X being mm-hmm. there. Yeah. But then if he does die in the movie, it's going to hurt even more. Like, I don't know. Like, I really am probably going to cry when I find that out because he is a very key point in the X-Men. Like, he is, is it just the who, father. Is it just who Professor X is or was it like the... Um, the physicality that Patrick Stewart put into the character that's going to kind of rip at your heart. It's, it's more or less the I've grew up with this whether it's in uh where it's Patrick Stewart or it's the comic book just Professor X is you know who he is as a as the character that was written and mm-hmm. the lessons he's told the people he's took under and stuff like that like in a sense it, it's kind of helped me through it like there's everybody needs that kind of father figure that kind of the conscience to know always keep you in check right you know deep down inside of everybody and inside of every man i guess you could say and no matter how rugged you are like you need that so yeah you know it's gonna hurt a lot definitely in the in the yeah and it it's some i feel someone important's gonna die and yeah that's just the thing i take away from this yeah i do and i think it's gonna be more than one person i do believe that Logan will die too. Okay, I do think so too. All right. So, and like I said, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Every, of course, every hardcore fan would be like, you know, you want him to die, but in a man that's lived through so much and has seen so much, like he deserves a good death. Yeah. You know, eventually, every anything like him, what he's done, he deserves. He wants his peace, and that he always believed that as long as he's alive, he's never going to find it that I believe even in debt. And when the only way he will be able to find it is when he's dead. And yeah. so, and the cool thing about that in the original Wolverine is dead in the six, one, six universe, but the alternate universe where old man Logan comes from is still alive. So I guess you could say it's only a matter of time before he dies in the comic too. So again, again, yeah. of course, so even if they finally manage to finally officially write him off, that's cool because they've already passed the mantle on to Laura Kenny X-23 to be the new Wolverine. Yeah. And I'm happy with that. I'm very happy with that. So there's always that. Not It's not the original Wolverine I grew up with, but it's a different Wolverine, and this is, you know, it's a good thing. So, yeah. 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 So even if this is Hugh Jackman's final movie, I'm looking forward to this girl being the next person to carry this on. And, yeah, well, they'll more. probably, yeah, they'll they'll definitely recast her because it sounds it sounds a lot like they definitely want to do a next twenty three spinoff. Yeah, um, but 
I don't know. Well, I guess we'll, we'll find out next week. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll definitely. Um, but I am so excited for this movie. So excited. Yeah. Um, I haven't caught up with the latest trailer, but are you guys sure that this is Wolverine's daughter? I mean, aside from knowing your comic oh, yeah. book knowledge, say you were just like me, like this ignoramus well, who had never heard of Wolverine's daughter. Does she pop her claws? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she has. Um, although I'm not too sure. Like, I subscribe to the, the idea that it's... A, a clone, like from Logan's DNA. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's like real, like daughter per se, like the old fashioned way, but <laughs> I still think it's probably like using some a bit of, I don't know, the old military experimenting that they exactly. have lying around. That, you're yeah. exactly That's exactly yeah. what she is. Yeah. He does have, oh, uh, he did have a legitimate kids the natural way. He mm-hmm. killed them all, except for one. His very first one was uh, a son. His name was Dakin. That was his mm-hmm. true original from the old-fashioned way son, which turned out to be an, um, an asshole. <laughs> like, everybody hated his son. Like, he, is, he totally despised his dad, blames his dad for everything, and was the very total ex- opposite of him. Uh, became a, a villain, joined the Dark Avengers, Norman Osborn, and all this stuff. But... Uh, in the run of the Wolverines, he ends up losing his healing factor due to a freak accident. Uh, this uh, this mutant absorbed him, basically feeds off healing factor, basically drained him of all his healing factor, chopped off his arm, took out his eye, and basically that was pretty much the end of him, which is, hmm. I'm pretty much glad. I'm not trying to be mean, but like, would you say that's kind of karma? Yeah, exactly. I, I do because I really didn't. I mean, he's good. I like. I liked him, mm-hmm. just how evil he was. But I didn't feel a much a connection of him being the new Wolverine as in much more excited than a female taking the role. Like I really was happy when she got past the new the mantle and stuff like that. Like Laura Kenny was a more stable person for the Wolverine title than his son. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So you guys, you want to take a break before we get to the second half? Of sure. This? All right. Let's do that. Let's take a break. All right. I got it. back second part two of this great story that is old man logan after i had to go outside and just <laughs> cry and scream in english yep, a very a lot has happened a lot leading up to this point now so basically we start off they are on doomshead illinois basically outside of past dwight's toll 
and they're being chased by this huge symbiote T-Rex. And, you know, for and Wolverine is finally driving the car and you're like, holy shit. He's like, holy <laughs> shit, you know, you know. And trust me, guys, this T-Rex is like the stuff of nightmares that I can't mm. stress enough how much the illustration is good. Yeah, it's good. But you know what? There was a Diamond Select or one of those um, characters that had this symbiote dinosaur. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh man, I don't know what I don't know. I don't know. I was like, I wanted it just because it's a ve- it's a venom yeah. T Rex. Yeah, I don't think it would. It looks as threatening. It looks a lot like that uh, thing that Tim Allen fought on the Galaxy Quest. What? Oh no, yeah, no. <laughs> it does. But they thought not. that it was Grignac. Oh, Grignac. Yeah. <laughs> it does not. So basically, they're going down. They're being chased by this thing, and you know, Wolverine's like, "Holy shit!" You know, he goes, "What the hell's going on?" And Hawkeye's like, "What's going on?" And he was like, "Well." I don't know. He goes, I don't know. It's it's a T-Rex with Venom's face or something. Doesn't really freaking matter, he goes, but <laughs> and Hawkeye's face is like, "Oh man, he goes, we must have he must have bonded with something from the Savage line." He goes, "We got a chance." He's like, "You should just shut up and start shooting. Just get up in there and start shooting at the thing." And Hawkeye's like, "Where?" He goes, "It doesn't matter. Just shoot." <laughs> and so he just starts yeah. this Gatling gun in the back starting shooting. While this is going on, they're being monitored. And they're being monitored by a couple of people, and then you know they're like uh, they recognize it's Logan, they recognize it's uh, Clint, and right away this individual, this female goes send Black Bolt. Uh, if memory serves me right, she goes the symbiont was very sensitive to sound. Now, if you guys don't know who Black Bolt is, the human, he's basically got this subatomic scream that it's so dangerous to humans that we can't hear it or anybody else like. Very low for kind of like a, a dog, like oh how a whistle works, like a dog whistle. So is he like Banshee three point oh? Oh, he's way powerful than Banshee. Mm. Like you could hear the Banshee, but with him you can't because he'll kill you. Okay. So and like all symbiants, they're very vulnerable to sound. So uh, it, wait, uh, remind me which Spider Man uh, made this car? Oh man, who made this car? I think it was the Peter Parker Spider Man. He was like. He got it from a gift from somebody. Oh, uh, okay. Because, like, what is probably what is Spider-Man <laughs> doing with a Gatling gun? <laughs> no, it was a yeah. gift Who from Who wouldn't love a Gatling gun? Yeah, but it was a gift from him, from somebody. And see, that's what I mean about this this book. Like, it leaves a lot of questions. Like, you're like, how the hell did this... Like, what is this spider car like? Where and did who get the fuck from? was that kid on the bridge? Exactly. And you're like, well, it's up to the imagination. But in this new run of Old Man Logan, the Jeff Lemire one that's, like, coming out now, it gives a little backstory of exactly what happened. And, like, you finally get hmm. the expl- explanation of, like, why Loki was out there, why the Baxter building fell on him yeah. and stuff like that. So it's pretty cool. Like, you're finally getting the answers answered and stuff like that. So. Hmm. So basically, that's what happens. They send out Black Bolt, and uh, Wolverine and them are still shooting. He goes, "You know what you gonna what's what's going on? You have uh, you've knocked on it. Have you knocked it on his ass yet?" And he goes, "I'm blind. You idiot. You tell me. <laughs> you know they just keep shooting." So this thing is catching up to him. It's basically, like a scene from Jurassic Park. And all of a sudden, they come to a halt, and they're like, "What the hell?" He swerves off the right because Black Bolt is standing like in the middle of the road. They flip over, and he's. Black Bolt is like an old man now. He's just standing there, and he just happens to, as faintly as you say, like it just like he says, "Stop!" in his inhuman voice, and it just terminates this uh, symbiote being mm-hmm. off of the the T Rex and stuff like that, and it just like kills it and stuff like that. It's pretty cool. 
You want to check Whoa. that out? Holy shit. Yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> okay, so... Um, so we know that one inhuman is alive. That's pretty cool. That's Black Bolt, yeah. But um, as far as, like, how we're discovering what Clint is able and able to do and not do, are his powers on par above or below what Daredevil... Because Daredevil looked like he could, like... Even though he was blind, he could, like, quote-unquote, see everything. Yeah. Well, I mean, Daredevil's enhanced powers were everything. He could even taste the air. He could taste certain things in the air. He could, you know, hear everything. Almost like bat, like sonic exactly. hearing, yeah. But times two and everything like that. Like, he could even taste when there's somebody around. Like, he could taste the ashes of somebody. He could actually know what you were eating like the day before but what differs him from bart now uh barton basically he is he's just a gifted assassin like basically once one thing is taken away you learn to in heighten everything else so his powers are kind of i think could they're, they're not really it? upped i guess you could say they're just still even could you even call them powers at this point i guess not i guess you could say no it's just that you know it's he's still just as good as he was when he. Well, I mean, the fact that yeah. he was driving this whole yeah. fucking time. <laughs> but it's a car that's able to do anything. Like, so even if yeah. you went up a bit, like they're going to run into the, the car, go up the building. So it didn't really matter. Mm-hmm. It was probably a rocky, rough way to get out of there, but yeah. they still did it, you know? So. I mean, at this point, they're still like somewhere in the Midwest. Yeah. And I believe that this car is like AI too. So they like probably drove itself most of the time too. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't really say, you know? But yeah. I think these anti-drug ads are far more disturbing than the violence in this comic book. <laughs> have you noticed that, yeah, ads in the 2000s have gotten just so paused? Yeah. Oh, just, <laughs> just <laughs> terrible. Like, oh, no, I don't want to buy your crappy. Yeah. So basically, you're wondering, oh, shit. after this has happened, you know, they wake up and they're like, oh, man, what happened? They go, Black Bolt just saved us. You know, he destroyed that thing. So you pick up and you're like, well, they were going to ask, um, you know, Black Bolt, like, what, what's going on? So, basically, Black Bolt just hints him, you know, like, gives them a notion, like, follow me. So, they go into the Forbidden Quarter. I guess you could say that's kind of like the, the negative zone type area. Mm-hmm. And the first person that they're greeted with is Emma Frost. Jesus Christ, she's still alive. She's still alive. Still kind of looking Okay. Dude, I'm, I'm I'm looking at that picture and I'm like, holy shit, man! But she is just as good as manipulating herself to everybody else. Who knows well, she if she really the, doesn't look like that? Well, she, ooh, she oh, doesn't. Shit. She doesn't okay. look like that. I know for a fact. She's probably like old, but she's making what do you herself. Mean to, you know for a fact? What you sneak into her bedroom and you just no, like caught I her, just put know it on Emma her face Frost. Cream? Like I know Emma Frost. Like she's so vain. Just from the I can book. see that, especially yeah. in the, was it new class or first class? Yeah, uh-huh. she's definitely yeah. in general. Exactly. I, 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 yeah. All right. Well, I got to give you that. Yeah. Yeah, she, yeah. She's not like that. And and even Logan's the first one to snap. He's like, Emma, you're still alive. And he goes, I know for a fact you don't look like that. She goes, Well, I'm, I'm able to make anybody look however the way I want to look. So that you know, he he was the first one to call her. Beast. So it's like the Dorian Gray syndrome. Yeah. So basically, you know, she goes like, what are you doing here? And she goes, basically what I've done is I've took sanctuary here in this like negative zone. We call it the forbidden quarter. Basically took in refuges for any mutants that wanted to seek refuge and people or any heroes that are alive. 
So she's helping mutants now. Yeah, I guess she was does this, I Well, I guess if you have to delve into the storyline, didn't she date Scott for like a good grip after Jean was gone? Yeah, that's true. But that's in the 616 universe. This is a different universe. Oh. That's what I mean. This is an alternate universe. Okay. So, and in this one, she probably didn't end up with Scott. She probably ended up with Black Bolt, basically, or whoever she's at. So she seems to kind of, you guys are here to save the night, you know, like that stuff. Like, and Wolverine's the first one to call her out, like, really, you're going to hear save mutants or heroes? And like, well, you know, that's pretty crazy. She goes, well, there's 20 of us. And she goes, like, you mean there's still mutants out there? She goes, well, there, there is about, how would you say? He goes, where the hell are we anyway? She goes, the last place on Earth, our chance of our great race can live without any fear of persecution where... Not the future anymore. We're not the future anymore, didn't you hear? And Logan's like, what do you mean? He goes, those theories about us being the next stage in mutant evolution were simply that, I'm afraid. Just theories. There are 20 of us now, and not a single mutant was born close to 40 years. We were a blip, Logan. Nothing more than a genetic, than a brief genetic anomaly. Isn't she classified as a level four mutant? Yeah. Almost as close as like to where the Phoenix close. Was. So she had powers to rival Professor X, even in the comic. Am I not right? Mm, kind of. So wouldn't you think that maybe she's right in this? That maybe like, you know. And she she's could- basically saying exactly like, you know, the, everybody thought that mutants were the next step in human evolution. Like after humans have gone, like mutants were going to be the only things left. And basically, we're going to be the ones on Earth. But even in this safe haven, don't you think that maybe she could have put up like a psychic shield? That's basically what they're in. Ooh, That's basically I what love they're in. this like story. A, a hit in this. So, you know, she basically tells them the truth. Like, you know, we were just a blip. You know, it's just something that happened. You know, we can't explain it. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody thought mutants are going to be in. But considering how many mutants have died and how they're always getting persecuted, like, I'm surprised... They're not completely wiped out yet, but there's still some. There's still some out there, some brief. And they actually go into touching one of the X-Men stories of, you know, after M-Day, when basically Scarlet Witch wiped out half of the human population, almost 80% of the human population and stuff like that. There really was no mutant born after that day uh, until they met Hope. And basically, that's the one Cable is watching from a little girl. Like, she's supposedly, like, then, I guess you could say the Messiah. Or the next person, the only mutant born after that day, stuff like that, which is a whole other story in itself, but it's really good. So she tells him to stay the night, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, mankind goes heal the night, but after that, we'll fix up your car and, you know, you guys can be on your way. So they do. And the only person that's been watching this whole time is Logan. Like, he knows Emma Frost. Emma Frost was a villain of them at one point. He's just like on his toes, like, okay, I'll trust her, but, you know, we'll see. Would you? I wouldn't either. I totally wouldn't either. Why? I, I would be exactly, because I know she was a villain of the X-Men. Like, I know for a fact. He goes, I know you're a mind reader. And she goes, and congratulations, I know that. She goes, well, you're on your way, so leave. And so the next day they do, they pack up their stuff, and she goes, well, good luck to you in your adventure, whatever. She goes, do you think there's going to be any hope for, you know, humankind or mutant kind or anything like that? Well, as long as we're here, maybe there will be. And even Logan's like seeing this, like, I don't think so. Well, I guess, okay, whatever you want to believe. But I don't believe that we were brought here for a reason. Like, I don't think you're the one in charge. Like, this is not, 
you. And she goes, well, you're the mind reader, Logan. You tell me. He goes, well, okay. So they leave, and they're driving out. Well, I'll be saying bye. During this whole thing, there was one person in the shadows that was watching this whole time. <laughs> Dr. Doom. You've got to be fucking kidding me. Yeah. He was monitoring this whole thing. He's the one that set it up. He brought them there. But that's God it. Da- God that's damn all you, you see. God damn you, Emma. That's it. That's all you see is him standing there. Why did he bring him there? And it doesn't say. But he is watching. And you just see the silhouette standing on top of this building. Just because I'm into like a lot of political things, um, I can see where Dr. Doom's coming from. Yeah. Maybe not all evil dictators want to see a country fall into ruins, fall at their feet. Sometimes they actually do want to make their universe. Yeah. I think and he kind of have- was monitoring because he kind of saw them as a threat. Yeah, and, and, and when you see all these like superpowers come against you, of course you're going to be like, well, I don't want them to take over. True. But I think he was monitoring because he saw Wolverine and Barton as a threat. In my mind, what I'm led to believe. And just like any other villain, I'm pretty sure Dr. Doom has aged. And looking from the picture, he looks like he's aged Yeah, quite a bit. I love the sign here in this uh, totalitarian city where it's the giant sign that just says love with force. <laughs> yeah. Pretty I cool. Like that. I, I, that can probably exist nowadays. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty cool. That's amazing. And like I said, I'm 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 pretty sad that Mark Miller didn't do anything with Doom. Like I would have loved yeah, to see him do something. Been pretty interesting. Considering that you know we're both Fantastic Four, <laughs> you know, fans, like I would have yeah. loved to have seen something. Like I would have liked to have seen him talk to Wolverine and Barton and ask them like what are they really trying to do and what what this and that and, and like yeah. this is just a small detail that I'm noting from the picture and by the way the illustration is dope mm. but in seeing this picture of Doctor Doom I'm kind of surprised to see the cracks mm-hmm. in his like mask. I said he's aged I, I'm pretty sure he's aged but even if he's still got his powers he could still I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Is this the only time you see Doom in this yeah, series? Yeah, Oh, okay. And see, that's what Bummer. I mean. Like, they should have capitalized on it. Like, yeah. What, why would he? Yeah. Why was he monitoring? Was there any side stories that actually include him? No. Well? I'm no? kind of hoping oh. that they do with the Jeff Lemire one, but we'll, we'll To be see. quite honest, I've always considered Doom one of the smartest <clears throat> villains. I definitely see him as one of the smartest, but he has got an ego, just like Red Skull and just like Magneto. Every so I could see those their... three arguing with each other, but on the night when they had to get along, like I'm pretty sure those three brain, those I consider those three the most dangerous people. And I think Hydra or uh, Shield is actually labeled uh, five people that are actually the biggest threats to human and all kinds of kind. Basically, Red Skull, Magneto, Doctor Doom, Venom, and I think uh, who else was it? Molecule Man or something like that. That's it. Those are like the five huh. main guys you don't right. want to piss off. Yeah. So pick up on that. They leave unharmed. They leave un, you know, from this place, this safe haven. And now they're on Osborne County, Ohio, which I'm pretty sure was run by Norman Osborne. Osborne. So they're going across this bridge and stuff like that. And then they keep going, you know, little talks in there. And then they get to Pym Falls, Connecticut. Now, the first thing that comes to Logan's mind is Pin Falls. Why is it called Pin Falls? So they're driving, all of a sudden they see this carcass, a huge carcass laying on the road. 
And that breaks. He goes, "Why do they call it Penn Falls?" Well, this is where Hank Hank Penn fell as Giant Man. He is in Giant Man form, and he is just totally bones and stuff like that. But he's laying there. A little bit of the outfit. I want to warn people that if you dare to read this series, as amazing as it is, be prepared for. Yeah. The. Like I when I first read this, like I didn't know. I was like, man, why the hell? Did, why is he laying there? Like, <laughs> what happened? Like, I want to know who took him down. And it I, wasn't. I think that's part of the charm, though. Yeah, they don't explain it. They don't like explain it yeah. until now. Right. How many times and can Jeff your Lemire's, heart break? How Jeff, many fucking times can your heart break? And Jeff Lemire's the new run of Old Man Logan. Now he's having flashbacks, and he ends up he ends up telling somebody else the story exactly what happened. And in this point, basically, he was met against um, Ant-Man was fighting, I think, the Wasp, uh, Mole Man, and I think uh, the Molecule Man at one point. I thought Wasp and Ant-Man were on the same team. No, well, Wasp was actually a bad guy before uh, Hank Pym took that alter ego. So basically, You're talking about Darren Cross, right? Yeah, Darren Cross, Wasp. Yeah, not, not Hank Pym, Wasp. But anyway... Um, basically what the mole man did with molecule man was basically he had those moloics dig tunnel underneath Hank Pym. So when he fell down, all of those moloics came and ate Hank Pym and ate him. That's why you see those bones oh. there. Yeah. So those things basically ate Pym, Hank Pym alive. Oh. Just like ants, you know, which is pretty damn cool. <laughs> Pretty it's pretty cool. fucked up, but yeah. yeah, I gotta admit that's a ingenious way to take out yeah. your adversary. So they drive through, you know, stuff like that. They finally reach New Babylon. They're getting into the inner city to stay, and he goes, "Logan's like first reaction, like, damn, look at this place, New Babylon, man, where anything can happen." And as soon as they're walking, running through, I guess you could say we're Times Square. There's a huge statue of Red Skull. <laughs> like, I guess you could say Statue of Liberty signs, and he's got all the Avengers in his hand, and it looks like... Yeah, you can see the shield from yeah, Cap Shield. There. it's pretty sick. Like That's pretty good. And even Logan's got this look of disgust on his face, like, ugh, like, really? Yeah, pretty damn cool. What, uh, what year did this issue come out of? Uh, I think this came out in 2000 and... Oh, no, yeah, 2009. Oh, okay, because... This scene reminds me a lot when in um, AI where they go to Rouge City. Yeah, mm. yeah. I'm pretty sure he had a couple. You know, um, Mark Miller does have his hankering for sci-fi and stuff like that. So I'm pretty sure yeah. he got a couple of ideas from yeah. certain things. Like he he's a he's a geek through and through, just like us. You know. He goes, uh, "Can I be frank with you, Logan? This trip has made, we've made it." And he goes, "It wasn't wasn't what you think." You know, the drug runner. He thinks he was a drug runner at one time. He goes, what? He goes, well, you better you better be not be ripping me off here, bub. I got to go back home with the cash and uh, for the Hulk and the kids before breakfast. And he goes, relax, short stuff. You know, we're almost done. So they go to this back alley, and basically Clint takes out the stuff, the whatever he's carrying, and, you know, his little, tells Logan, like, we're here. Let's do this. And he's like, well... Logan's like, please don't let it be drugs. If it's dr- if we came out here for drugs, I'm gonna be pissed off. He goes, because at one point, I guess to survive, just to make ends meet, you know, he was a drug runner at one point. So they walk into this bar, and basically, Clint is meeting this person. Basically, they call themselves the new 
agent, new shield agents, basically. And what he's carrying in his briefcase are like uh, how many vials? I think there's like twenty some vials of the super soldier serum. Oh. So basically, he's selling them to the the new shield agents because they were going to try and make super soldiers so that they can take back the world that was once theirs, finding good guys and stuff like that. But little do you know that these shield agents are Hydra agents, basically. Double Cross, you know, Double Cross, uh, Hawkeye, and Wolverine take the serum and just kill Hawkeye. Basically, first person they kill is Wolverine. They shoot him up to pieces. And before you know it, he, you know, Barton's like, what the hell? I thought we had a deal. And he and gets shot in the chest and basically kill Hawkeye right from there. They take things and we're like, well, let's tell the Red Skull that there was a plan against you know, these people and, you know, let's take this back and there there will be no uprising. We're safe. But let's bring the bodies. You know, the Red Skull has his hankering now of collecting the people that he's defeated, taking things of them, like kind of like a trophy room and stuff like that. But they're like, well, Barton's not really a trophy. So they shoot him in the head, leave him there. But we'll take the other guy, you know. So that's how Damn. that one ends. Yeah. I'm like really depressed. Now. <laughs> Just it's cool. No, like um, I don't even know if there's a good kind of depressed. Yep. It's just that you know, I love the intensity. I do too. The next book is pretty damn self-explanatory, which is a pretty. I love this cover. Oh wow! Basically, and this is the oh. the second last book, and the cover is basically the Red Skull, and he's wearing a Captain America uniform. <laughs> pretty damn gross. What pretty damn a sickness. fucker! Yeah. Pretty damn cool. Well, it's like the cut scene from Spider-Man where J. Jonah Jameson's wearing the Spider-Man outfit. Exactly. Exactly. So basically we left off, you know, Barton's dead and stuff like that. And Flash Wolverine got milk ad. Yep, that's it. God damn it. (laughs) Yep. Focus, John. Focus. (laughs) That was actually, oh, that was the Wolverine Origins movie thingy. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit, that's old. Yeah, that is old. (laughs) I didn't like that one. Yeah. Okay, well, anyway. Cutscene right away. Basically, you're getting a glimpse of what actually happened. And they're standing 50 years earlier, and there is Captain America on the floor and the Red Skull above him. And basically, you see the silhouette of Congress is totally in ruins. Washington, D.C. is in flames. And looks like Cap's just been beaten to a pulp. And yeah, the Red Skull is standing above him. It's like, you know, well, there's no God here today. Just me. You know? Well, don't. Why didn't we think of this years ago, huh? I knew we couldn't. You couldn't even beat us if we got organized. He goes, "Do you know what's coming next? We're going to carve up the beloved country amongst our chief lieutenants. The abomination wants California. Doom wants the the Bible Belt. Magneto wants Las Vegas for some godforsaken reason. <laughs> and guess who wants the White House? I do. And basically." There's a, there's a picture of Cap, and he's laying there, and he's got tears in his eyes. He's got blood in his face. He's like, you know, what just happened? And he goes, as for the rest of the world, uh, you know, well, who who won it, huh? Well, don't get upset. It'll be over soon. So basically what he does is he reaches down towards Cap and basically just crushes the skull of Captain America with his own bare hands. Bless. Go to New Babylon now. Basically, the White House has got a Nazi flag over it and everything. Statue of Hitler in the front. And 
cuts to a scene where Red Skull is in his trophy room and he's got the cloak of levitation. He's got Doctor uh, Strange's Strange. cloak. He's got the Silver Surfer's surfboard, okay. Thor's helmet, Spider Man's mask, Iron Man's you know armor, it's like Scott's helmet, Scott's visor. Oh Thing. man, Thing's hand. Fuck. One of Thing's hand right there. Fuck. Does this Vision's break head? your fucking heart too, John? Yeah. Yeah. Like just seeing God's this part shit. of Vision. He's got the Thing. head of Vision, and then he's got uh oh Cap um, Marvel. Um, Captain Marvel, the chest plate, the chest plate, and stuff like that. And he's standing there, and he's wearing the Captain America suit, and he's wearing the Punisher cloak for some other reason. <laughs> he goes, even now, he goes, even now, I've been in, even as old old man, I am still strong. He goes, my wife thinks I'm morbid. Hence, I've considered this uniform the most glorious of all my prizes. These ancient, the ancients wore the skins of their fallen foes. Why shouldn't I be allowed to wear my my enemies clothing as well so basically he gets interrupted he goes you know cat uh fewer you know we've got a message he goes uh your lieutenant is here and he tells him to send him in so they send him in and it's the guy that basically shot barton and they walk in with the suit of soldier serum he's like so what happened you know well we killed the two guys that were working against us and now we got the super soldier serum so there'll be no uprising and stuff like that so who were and basically red skull asks who are these two guys basically he goes, well, one of them was Clint Barton. He's like, Hawkeye? Like, really? This guy? He's like, well, that's cool. Well, he was with some old man. Like, we don't know who he was and stuff like that. So, But we shot him up. He's dead. But we thought you won him as prizes, so we brought him in. And he goes, wait a minute. And Red Skull keeps asking him, well, who's the old man? He goes, well, I don't know. He really didn't say his name. All he said was his name was like Logan or something like that. And in the midst of that, Red Skull was like, Logan. Uh, I don't know. Okay, I guess. Whatever. Really? He doesn't know Logan? He doesn't know. Like, he really doesn't mm. know. So, while this is going on, you know, stuff like that, uh, Wolverine is regenerating inside that body bag. Oh, look, look at that, John. You didn't see that? Yeah, that I saw that. Yeah. That Fantastic Four plate yeah. just shot up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Yep. Yep. He took him down. All of a sudden, you know, they go, sir, something's wrong with the accomplice. Of course there is. You need to get, you really hit him with bullets. He goes, no, they're, the wounds are disappearing. And right as he said that, you know, Wolverine just wakes up and kicks a dude in the nuts <laughs> and just gets out, springs into action, and boom, you see old man Logan shot up, still kind of regenerating. And the first person he finally knows is like, you said that this guy was Logan. This is the Wolverine that's in front of me. And he goes, well, I'm, he goes, well, I'm still old, but I can still take you on. And then uh, he basically teases. He said, "Didn't you make a vow saying that you were never gonna pop all those claws? How are you gonna defeat me? Like, really, how are you gonna de- beat me?" Ooh. So basically, Wolverine's like, "I'll find a way. I'll beat you, claws or no claws." So they get into this big old fist fight, as you see, and Red Skull is still as strong as Cap, and he just starts tearing up Logan, punching him, you know. Cracking his ribs, breaking him, and shattering his skull. Also, while still wearing Cap's uniform. Still wearing Cap's uniform, starts beating him up and stuff like that. And it's a brutal battle. Knocks him through the trophy room. But all of a sudden, during the midst of this fight, like he's starting to realize that, man, this old man won't die. Like, you know, this dude is, he's still as strong as he was as Wolverine. Like, why can't mm-hmm. we? So. When he throws him in the trophy room, like pretty much Logan feels like he's getting his butt licked. And what should be slain next to him is uh, Cap's shield, and he picks up the shield. 
and basically Red Skull gets this sword. I don't know whose sword it is, but it tends to take a swing at uh, Logan, and that's pretty cool because you see him hit the shield, you know, with the sword, and basically you see Wolverine with the Captain America shield. That's pretty freaking cool. You know, that's pretty awesome. This is like one of the best crossovers ever that yep. I've ever seen. So at this point, you know, he blocks the thing, and before you know it, Logan just starts using the cap shields to start beating up, you know, the Red Skull. You see him start hitting him, hits him in the face and stuff like that, punches him in the, in the chest, you know, throws him. pretty brutal, you He's all. finally kicking the hell out of Red Skull, and Red Skull finally knows that he's beat. And there's a, silhouette, there's a picture here where you see Logan standing above Red Skull. He goes, you know, stay down, you son of a bitch. And he goes, don't make me laugh. He goes, you haven't got the guts. And basically you see Wolverine with the shield in hand, raised up, looking at the Red Skull, who's laying on the floor, and Bam! Uses the shield to decapitate the Red oh. Skull. Basically, that's it. He's finally killed the Red Skull. Security forces come breaking through the door. And Logan's like, well, now I need to find my way out of here. You know, I've killed, you know, the Red Skull. There's going to be all kinds of people. So he goes, I need to get Harry. I can't let my kids down. I got to take this money, whatever. He looks back and he's like, how am I going to get out of here? And he sees Iron Man's suit laying on the ground. And he gets this little smirk on his face like, <laughs> hmm. All of a sudden, the guards break through the door. And who should be wearing Iron Man's <laughs> stuff is Wolverine and just starts wailing on all of those people. Basically still has power and starts killing every single one of them. Sees the cash, leaves, and true Tony Stark thing, blows through the thing. He's like, nah, I need to get home. Flying through the air with tremendous rate, taking the money, and it's like, I got... 3,000 miles from home, and I need to get there. He's as like, far as you know from Iron Man, the suit is supposed to last like so many hundred, and like that's cool. at least 1,500 years or and not that, 1,500, 150 years or something. Exactly. Right? But you know what? A lot of people don't know is that in the comic book, there was only one person that Tony Stark actually taught how to run that suit, other than uh, what's his name? Um, oh, Rhodey? Rhodey? Yeah. Wolverine. What? Huh. Wolverine was good at cards. And there's one person that Tony Stark couldn't beat at cars, and that was Logan. <laughs> and they was this a, like a bet? Yeah, it was a bet. He basically bet Tony Stark. I was like, if I win this hand, you got to show me everything that that suit can do. And he <laughs> oh did. Oh, my God. So That's awesome. It's pretty cool throwback because he knows how to work it. He knows oh everything about it. Oh, my God. So finally you see this silhouette of Wolverine in an Iron Man suit, and he's flying across the city. He's got 3,000 miles to get home, money in hand. He's got the money to pay off the whole game, and he's there to save the day. It's at night, and he's wearing sunglasses. And it's so cool. <laughs> it's so cool. And he's flushing. He's going through the the things. He's got 1,000 miles to go, 500 miles to go. He's from Sacramento. And he goes, if few rods are running low, superchargers required. He goes, ignore it. Just keep going faster. And he keeps going faster. He says, I just got to keep going. I got to keep going, computer. I will not let my family down. You must understand. I got to keep going. So he's going through all the places that we just discussed at supersonic speed going fast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I say it crashes maybe about, I would just say, 300 miles from outside of his house, uh, from, from where he lives in the desert. The suit finally gives out and crash lands. And this kind of like, a, I guess you say wanderer just kind of sees him crash land, you know, Sees the body, goes over there, picks it up, and, you know, it's a Wolverine. He gets out of the thing. He's like, I got to get home. Basically knocks those two guys out. 
starts running home. He's like, I got to get home. Got to get home. Finally, 36 hours later, he's like on the edge of, he sees a silhouette of his house. He's like, I'm finally here. As he's walking down, he's greeted by one of his neighbors. And the neighbor, just from the look on his face. Are they all dead? Yeah. Like, something's wrong. Yeah. And he goes, what's going on? You know, he goes, thank God. He goes, oh, my damn, how the hell are you a sight for sore eyes? He says, tell me, I got it. I Tell Marine I've got the money. We don't have to worry about the Hulk gain anymore. And he tells him, oh, Logan. Oh, Logan. He goes, what's wrong? Where are my wife? Where are my kids? Where are my son? The Hulk gain already came. They they came for the money. They got bored. He goes, I'm sorry. You know, he walks in, and they've already slaughtered his wife and his daughter and his wife and logan is standing there he goes i'm so sorry they they couldn't wait they just came in killed them and we tried doing our best he goes i'm sorry logan this was just all for nothing you know stuff like that you can honor your family by giving them graves and you know the children stuff we'll give them a christian burial you know you know, you've always been there for us, Logan, but you got to promise, you got to promise this, you will not go looking for those for revenge in the hills, you understand? And at this point, Logan is just in silence, and he's just standing there, looking at the corpses of his, his, his family. You know, Logan, can you hear me, Logan? And then finally he goes, my name isn't Logan. And you just see this big old silhouette that says, that's <laughs> basically what it says. I am the Wolverine, and the claws finally come out. Uh. Pretty damn freaking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that finally took him after 50-some years to finally pop his claws out. Wouldn't you? I would have. Definitely. Definitely. And when that, when I read that far and I finally saw that, I think I screamed. It was like, ah, you know, it's sad, but in a sense, you're like, finally, some shit's going to go down. But... <laughs> But it shouldn't take that. That's the fuck. That's thing. the thing. Yeah. Because he went through so much just mm-hmm. to get it. And he was pretty much set in his ways. He wanted a normal life. With and these gangsters couldn't wait. Like, what was he asking for? Three days? Yeah. Three days, pretty much. See, I'm getting mad here. I'm but like, see, it goes to show you how ruthless the Hulk game was, too. They were just a bunch of bullies, you know, just like any other bully. Got off on just hurting people. Even him, you know. It's pretty pretty devastating like it's like you know he all after all he's been through like like i said even after what he did to the x-men when he was finally looking to finally forgive himself and finally bury that person who was the wolverine away that he wanted a normal life even if he meant taking beatings and keep paying the whole game like he was already set in his ways that that was his life that i want to live my life as long as i have them you know i guess i finally forgiven myself but when that's taken away guess what you that's- it's just like Pearl Harbor. You've awoken the sleeping giant. This is it. Like, this is finally it. Well, that's kind of like the X-Men Apocalypse movie, too, like where they murder Magneto's family, and then mm-hmm. he's like, you know, like, I tried to be good. I tried to get a decent exactly. job. I tried to be normal, but is this what you want from me? Is this who I really am? Exactly. And you know what? Over and to the- put that on Wolverine, of all people. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much, that could have been a Wolverine line. That definitely could have been. And, you know, Wolverine has pretty much said to Magneto, like, yeah, we're pretty much exactly the same. Different situations, but we've shared as much. We've lost just as much together. You know, we're pretty much the same, even though we don't like each other. But that's one thing we have in common, that we're just survivors. 
we're just exactly we're just yeah. here to live through all of it, you know. And like they're trying to do their best, their very very best to be normal, quote yeah. unquote normal. Yep, it's pretty good. So basically, that's freaking amazing. This book is pretty much the, my favorite too. Out of this one, is basically after seeing the. I'm just looking over all the things that's in Red Skull's trophy case. Yeah, this looks like Angel's wings. Oh yeah, uh, Nova Prime's helmet. Yep, is that Nightcrawler's tail? Yeah. Uh, Hulk's pants? Yep, banished pants. I, I can't figure out what's next to Spider-Man's mask. It looks um, like cuffs or something. Oh, maybe it's um, Black Widow's gauntlets. There you go, yeah. probably. Man. So many. Yep, so many. So now, ladies and gentlemen, we are now concluding to the final book. Basically, when I first heard about this story, this was the first book that I bought. I I went backwards. I bought the last book because I thought this was the beginning, but basically this is the end. This is the end book. So I pretty much read the ending before I read the beginning part of the story, so which was kind of sucked. But you know, once you read the whole story, it was like, oh, it all makes sense. So why started the damn? I why started the end? Um, it was basically the first when I first heard about Old Man Logan. That was the first comic book I saw. Was like, oh, okay, it's the giant size. And usually when you hear giant size, that usually means like it's the first issue first issue and it does have a number one so i was like i thought this was the first story but it wasn't Uh it was the last it was the last book i don't know why they did it like that but you know stuff like that and of course you see um well i guess that's a good ploy too because like if you're buying this issue first then you gotta know what's happening exactly like you gotta so i guess that's kind of what sold me too was like i need to go back and find out what happened what led up to this Mm -hmm. so here we go Logan has infiltrated the White House, and after a brutal battle with the Red Skull, with his friends, he has avenged the death of his friends. Logan dons Tony Stark's, Tony Stark's Iron Man suit and flies home at top speed, carrying with him the case of money, which he intends to pay off the Hulk game. But he arrives too late. The Hulk game came calling earlier, and they said they would and massacre old man Logan's entire family. Now the claws are out and the Wolverine has returned. And basically this is the conclusion. Uh, Jay, just a quick question. Has yeah. there ever been a figure with uh, Logan in the Iron Man outfit? Because I, I want that now. Uh, no, but there there was a customizable, like I think you could customize one of the Wolverine statues. And I've seen it. It's basically the old man Logan. Um, there's a shield He's the shield. The shield is bloody, and basically, he's already cut the head off of yeah. uh, uh, the Red Skull. And then, on the, like, I think he's like still holding the shield, but I think he's got, got like one of the Iron Man gauntlets on. Uh-huh. And he's got the the hat on, and then like he's carrying the briefcase of money. I think that was in the oh, okay. closet. So I was like, it. And I think the helmet's like on the ground too. That was on the base of it. But I was like, oh man, that would have been pretty freaking cool again. Yeah. Yeah, because. I, I, I want to make that now. Yeah. I don't know. I was just going to say, can you do a cosplay of that? Uh, you probably can. I mean, well, when I did my old man Logan, like there's so much I wanted to do. So like um, maybe if I do get a chance to go to Phoenix, like I want to do that. Like I think I'll take my cap shield. I might not take the cowboy hat. I might just carry the old man Logan. I might just look battle worn. Would you stain the uh, Yeah, I would shield? stain the cap shield with blood. And I think I would try and make like a an Iron Man gauntlet, same thing, but... Just and carry a briefcase and look like I'm, you know, yeah, getting back to my my family. So. Okay, which seems pretty damn cool, you know. That does sound cool. Yeah, yeah. So now we pick off 
exactly where I just basically read, and it's the Hulk gang. They're like at a watering hole. They're washing off all the blood, what they did to Logan's family, and you know, you know, they're basically talking to themselves like, um, I'm still, I'm still ticked off. Pappy Banner won't let us eat those kids. Then he goes, they look delicious, you know. It was a snack time. Rufus Pop Pappy t- told us, took us there to send old man Logan a message, you know. His wife and his dead body would have been enough. He goes, you know, they they eat people. It's pretty gross. So while they're watching all that that stuff, they're like, do we have anything to worry about? You know, I don't know. It just looks hilarious. While they're talking, all of a sudden, like, one of them goes missing. Goes underneath the water. He's like, Rufus? Like, where'd you go? You know, stuff like that. All of a sudden, uh, one of the Hulk gang looks back and he's like, uh, the the pieces of his brains and like his his legs and stuff just come floating back up to the water he's like rufus you know what the (laughs) hell and all of a sudden wolverine just jumps out out of the water just like totally rambo status and just starts slicing them up nice uh, i like it starts slicing up the the two that killed his family cuts into another part which is basically sunny stark's bar basically stark's bar is like on the middle of nowhere it's kind of like a trucker's lounge and basically the hulk gang are there and there's people there that serve them like humans to eat and stuff like that oh. which is pretty damn gross and uh they're sitting there the hulk gang are talking about you know stealing stuff like a game boy and stuff like raggedy Ann and stuff like that they're like ordering the guys when you five beers and stuff like that to eat and all of a sudden the power gets cut off and they go what the hell's going on and um <laughs> all of a sudden you see a, a window just shatter and then you're like, what's going on? And all of a sudden, you've just seen like, uh, the whole game like, freaking out, like shining lights, like, what's going on, what's going on? And all of a sudden, you see one of the guys laying there, and Wolverine like just bit off part of his neck. He's got like, blood in his mouth, and he's got blood in his claws, and then, uh, it looks pretty freaking damn gross. Like, <laughs> you know, Wolverine has, you finally see the berserker Wolverine, he's just pissed, and he's just like tearing them up, and he just kills them all in the diner. Then you go to Hugh Hefner's mansion. Which is basically another thing that the Hulks took over, and basically it's come become like a brothel. Mm. So basically, this lady just rents out these women for the Hulk to just give pleasure to. So mm. they like pretty much just ruin these women and leave them there to die, I guess you could say. And all of a sudden, like uh, Wolverine basically killed the, the three in the diner are basically the ones that are running, driving in the Fantastic Four car, the, the Fantastic car. Yeah. And basically, that's what Logan takes to Hugh Hefner's mansion. <laughs> Drives up, pulls up, and they go, "What's who's that? And I was like, uh, what are you celebrating anyways? The lady asked, trust me, sweet cheeks, you don't want to know. And they see this figure standing outside, and it's basically old man Logan with the claws popped down. And the guys are like, oh, shit. He goes, try me. And he basically goes in there and just slaughters all of those guys in there, too. Finally, you go outside uh, where you finally get to see the the Lair of Banner and stuff like that. And it basically looks like a trailer park. And basically, that's where all these Hulks live and stuff like that. And you're finally getting to see She-Hulk. She's in there. She's got a little kid. She's carrying one of her newborns in there. And she goes, and we killed his wife and children. He goes, we laid them out like a... You know, just like a whole damn human buffet, you know, stuff like that. And you bet your ass he's coming here. Like, he's coming here. We know we've pissed him off. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, like, all the Hulk gang are, like, outside you know, having, like, a barbecue, whatever, right next to and even And then all of a sudden, one of them just looks at us like, sweet Jesus, you know, what's going on? And it's basically a trailer that's wired with explosive and just basically Logan launches that and it just creates this huge explosion. Wipes out almost all of them. He's tied up one of the Hulk gang to the Fantastic Car, you know, just like uh, Mad Max style with bombs all <laughs> around and explodes and kills them all. And you just see Wolverine hop out and he just starts slaughtering all of the Hulk family right here. Limbs, bodies, and heads are rolling and stuff like that. And She-Hulk tries to attack and he slices her head off and stuff like that. He goes to the lair of Banner, calls him out, and who should walk out but an old man? It's basically 
Bruce Banner as an old man, human form. Huh. He's old. He looks like a damn redneck pedophile. <laughs> uh, he, God, I don't know. He looks gross. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't look like like Banner at all. Uh, Banner at all. He's yeah. just like some old hick, old man. Yeah, gross. You know, missing teeth or whatever. But, but believe it or not, he still has the strength of the Hulk even oh, wow. in this form as an old man. You know, he's like. Wouldn't you be quiet? You're going to wake the baby. Wolverine's like, whatever. And all of a sudden, Banner takes a swing and just knocks Wolverine out. Like, sends him flying back out of the side. He goes, just like old times, Wolverine. You know, he goes, it's been years He's a, since I've had something good to smash. He's like, a lot of folks say that I went mad, that the radiation sickness did something to my brain. But who else was I going to mate with but my first cousin? Jenny Hulk was the only woman out there who could take my damn place, you know, stuff. He goes, but... You know, once this is over with you, but I told my boys we had to make an example of you. But the honest truth was, I want my old Wolverine back. I got bored being a landlord, being a supervillain. I need something cool to kill, to make me feel alive again, you know. Basically, he picks up this cow and just launches it at Wolverine. <laughs> a whole damn cow and just, like, throws it like a ragdoll. And Wolverine just, like, slices it in half, you know, shut up, you know. And he finally runs in, and he stabs Banner, like, right in the chest and stuff like that. And he goes, that was for my wife and kids. And you figure, yeah, he's finally got his revenge. He's finally killed the Hulk. All of a sudden, he mutates, and he becomes this weird, weird version of the Hulk that just looks nothing like the Incredible Hulk. Just looks like this gross, radiated, infected Hulk. Like, so is it even the Hulk? It, it you know it's a Hulk, but it looks nothing like him. Like we're used to, uh, like the Avenger Hulk, but he looks nothing like him. He looks like just a total gross Hulk, but he's huge. He's still huge, and you know he's still powerful and stuff like that. And basically, everybody's always talking about like the Wolverine and Hulk, like the two great, like two that were like able to go neck to neck with each other, you know, stuff like that. It is. It's <laughs> the old man is Banner. Yeah, the old man is banner. It's gross. And he does. He looks like a, a damn pedophile. He looks gross. I, I think I know who could play him in the movie. Ooh. Remember that, uh, uh, you know, wiry guy? Remember Evening Shade? Yeah. Uh, remember the, the bald guy with the glasses? Um, oh, um, what's his name? Yeah. Or, or the, the sound design guy from Tango and Cash? Yeah, that, uh, yeah, what, what the hell is yeah, that dude's name? that dude. That'd be pretty freaking cool. Yeah, that's who I see as playing him. <laughs> That'd be pretty damn cool. I yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. And see, like the only reason why we we can't see this movie is because Disney owns the right to the Hulk, so we can't see that. Uh, Universal owns. The, you, yeah, yeah. There you go. To that, so it's like you know, I really, really want to would like to see this movie. But if you do make it, you would have to create it in a way it's like it's centered around an X-Men universe and stuff like that. Michael Jeter is the name of that guy. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, crap. Never mind. He died. He died? 2003. Holy crap. Age I 50. Damn, I didn't even know that. Oh, me either. I gotta continue. So basically, finally, the Hulk has finally become the Hulk and he's mutated and he goes, let's get it on. And basically, he just grabs Wolverine and just starts eating him alive. He just takes a big chunk out of him and just eats him. 12 hours later, you know, he sees the devastation. Basically, all his kids are dead, and there's only, like, one of them left. Like, it's his oldest, and he's carrying one of the babies and stuff like that, and he's like, you know, what happened here? He basically, Wolverine happened. He came in. So what did you do to him? He goes, well, we fought. So basically what I did was I ate him. I ate him. 
And so we don't have to worry about that no more. So you see Banner just laying there. He's got, like, holding his stomach, like, you know, stuff like that. Then I wanted to hold I was like, well, wait a minute. Didn't, doesn't he have, like, a, <laughs> a healing factor or something like that? Uh-oh. And all of a sudden, like, after he says this, like, Brandon's like, oh, shit, like, I don't feel good. Like, something, <laughs> something's wrong. <laughs> Something is so wrong. Like, my stomach hurts. Yeah. And all that stuff like that. Uh, you know? And he's like, you've got to be kidding me. As soon as he finishes saying that, bam, Wolverine just pops out of his, like, his oh, back. Man. Just like a chest buster just out from the back. Just, bah, kills a Hulk from the inside out. And, you know, that's freaking awesome. I love that picture. <laughs> And the oldest is like, what the hell? You know, stuff like that. He goes, what's the what's the matter, Banner? Something you ate? <laughs> Which is pretty damn cool. What a bastard. Yeah. <laughs> cool pants, man. He goes, by the way, he goes, I need those clothes and stuff like that. And the guy's like, please don't kill me. Please don't kill me. He goes, what makes you think I'm going to leave that baby? The hog robbed me of my family. It's only fair that I should take his. Mm. So he kills that the, the oldest and he ends up taking the baby. It goes back to Logan's ranch one month later. He's burying his family and stuff like that. And they have a funeral and stuff, you know. Everybody loved Maureen, you know. They're telling him, like, everybody loved his family and stuff. You've done so much here. Don't you, like, want to... We're sad to say goodbye. Like, why are you leaving? You know, they're like, you know, you realize... He goes, I'm I'm ready to I'm ready to go out and take him down. I need to bring back law to this country. He goes, why not? There's nothing better to do. He goes, and one of the guys is like, you realize that's impossible, right? He goes, a friend told me there was so much in the world, and who might that be? He goes, the same man who taught me to forgive myself. Besides, I got a little partner to help me out. Ooh. A nice poetic justice to Bruce Banner Jr. being the first guy on my new team. Basically, you see Logan, there's a little baby Hulk in the back. To comfort, uh, comfort for you back there, little buddy. And he goes, well, things have changed. You silly old fool. This ain't the world for superheroes. Grand plans. You're going to do, you're going to get yourself killed. He goes, oh, yeah. Well, they killed me 50 years ago, bub. I got better. I figured I've kept my head down long enough. It's time for a new hope. It's time to bring Law back. And that's pretty much it. And that's how the book ends. And you finally see him running off into the sunset. Perfect with a little baby Hulk in the back. And that is the end of Old Man Logan. Jay, I already have your composer for this movie. Tell me. I want to know who. It's Brian Tyler. Ooh. He wrote the really great underrated score for Bubba Hotep. Nice. I like that. I like that. When 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 the the ending of this this series, like, I already know how. Sweet. I could could see the scenes. Nice. Go along here. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. You know, you know, being that, you know, we've, we've talked about making our own movies and our way of movies and stuff like that. If there was ever a time once I think the superhero fathom has gone away and like there's nothing more for us to learn about superheroes, I, I could say we'd probably be older by now. And if we finally given a chance at movie writing, I want to make this script and I'm going to approach Hugh Jackman, whatever age he's at, whatever age he's at, and be like, I want you to do Old Man Logan just the way you are. You might just need to work out just a little bit. You don't have to go extreme. But I want you, I want every wrinkle, I want every gray hair, and let's do this movie. Like, I want to do it. And if he says yes, I'll be like, hell yeah, I'm giving you Old Man Logan. Yeah. Here we go, The King's Highway. Sweet.
That is great. Oh, man. him riding off with Baby Hulk. You getting a little misty-eyed there, Jake? I have to say, although he got redemption at the end, kind of breaks my heart, though. Because, you know, he's he nice. can't be happy. Now I see a post-credit sequence. You want to <laughs> know what that is? What's that? So all of a sudden, you see a, he's still in the Badlands, and it's just a house there. And it's him. He's on a rocking chair. The little baby Hulk's in a crib. And all of a sudden, door opens, and it's Barton's wife. She comes in. Oh. And she's carrying the head of Ultron 8. <laughs> she's like, look what I found. And he walks up, and he goes, like, what's going on? She goes, it came over the horizon over there. So you see him get up, and he walks over, and he sees this huge wall. And he goes, what the hell's going on? That wasn't here yesterday. She goes, I don't know. It's like something happened overnight. Like, this isn't our world anymore. And he's like, and that's just how it ends. Basically, sequel wars right there. Oh. Yeah. Man. That'd be pretty freaking cool, right? <laughs> That's yeah. pretty good, Jay. Yeah. Wow. Or basically, I would say he looks like... He, basically, I don't think we're in the same world anymore. Well, well, he ended I guess I better, one. Well, I guess he ended one war and started another. Yeah. So I basically see him pick up the trench coat. God, I want to see hat, this. And he's like, well, I guess I got to start somewhere. I'll go check it out. That's it. <laughs> Basically, because when Secret War starts off, the old man Logan, he's climbing that wall. And when he hops over, that's when you get uh, Battle World. Yeah. Pretty damn cool, huh? Nice. And, of course, the wife would probably help him because, you know, well. Because basically that's who. Although I I hated Clint, but, like, I loved him, too. And, like, the fact that, you know, you were there with him through Mm -hmm. this whole thing. You know, I. I would think that she feels like in her heart she owes Logan a debt. Mm. Or at least something. So I can totally see a new team, Baby Hulk and her and Logan. Yeah. Or I have another one, too, in the end. Like, all of a sudden you see, like, uh, what was one of the places? Like, uh, say, uh, it cuts back to Hammer Falls. And, like, all of a sudden there's, like, a girl. She's, like, 
a little homeless girl. She's walking over and she's like, say she's like got some in her hands, like groceries and stuff, like whatever she could scavenge for. Uh-huh. She sees the hammer like there's no one around. And as she walks over, you just see the words light up that say, you know, whoever be worthy. Yeah. It's a little blonde girl with, you know, blonde yeah. hair. And her name, and as soon as she's about ready to touch it, the mother calls out, says, Jane, Jane, it's time to come in. Hint, hint to Jane Foster Thor. Yeah. And then she walks away, and you're like, oh, shit. And then there you go. Gives a new hope for the heroes coming back. You know what I That's pretty good, like, man. Though? Yeah. Like, when she approaches the hammer, I would like the hammer to be, like, vibrating yeah, a little. Yeah, something like that. Like, and then, like I said, like you see the he where it says... Because uh, when it lights up, it says, he who be worthy. Well, in the actual comic book, the he turns to a she. Oh. And then she's about ready. Like I said, it's about to shake. And then she's like, Jane, it's time to come back in. And <laughs> that would be like a She gig. just turns around and walks away. And you're like, oh, damn. Well, you, you know? know, nowadays That's we awesome. have two post-credit sequences. So that could be like at the exactly. very, 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 very end. Oh, okay. yeah. That'd be pretty freaking cool. Whoever, whoever yeah. from is so Hollywood good. is listening out it's there, so please good. make this. Please make this. Or well, I'm going to make it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be super upset if they make it any different. Seriously. Dude, we, we could use the entire Bubba Hotep soundtrack for this. Holy crap. Really? Yeah. Nice. We really could. Nice. Yeah. Which is actually a good movie. I like that movie. So do I. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so. So what do you guys think? Good story? Very good story. So there's, there's probably like 1% of this we'll actually see in the movie. Yeah. yeah. So pretty much you're just only getting Wolverine with no healing factor uh, or slow healing factor. Yeah. Um, that's pretty much it. That's the only old man Logan you've got. You can't, yeah. you can't really use anything else in the story, mm-hmm. which is kind of what I believe that this story is good by itself, not having to be on screen unless somebody mm-hmm. makes it like I do. Like, I want to do it, and if I do it, I'm going to do it right. Well, even if somebody does it, they have to... But they that, would have to include the little details that we've seen. But I think it would still be difficult because you'd have to do a lot of red tape just to use those characters and stuff like that. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah, it would be I a mean, big cross. Isn't Ghost Rider owned by Fox? No, they reverted back to Marvel, I believe. Oh, yeah. man. Oh, okay. Well, no, there's two different types of Ghost Rider. There's the Ghost Rider that Disney owns, which is the one that's used in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., yeah, uh, they actually uh, Ghost Rider was under Columbia. Oh man! But uh, I think they got them back oh, recently. Okay. Mm. Yeah. All right, that was Old Man Logan. That was Old Man Logan. Yeah. So I don't know. Like I said, it's gonna be totally different from the movie. Oh yeah, it's so it is. But yeah. you, I guess you kind of say the main thing about it. Like I said, is you're gonna get just uh, a broken man alone, you know, and he's gonna make this journey still to save this girl so i guess there's that's pretty much the main basis of it from the comic that they took you know maybe we'll get a glimpse of what happened to the x-men maybe yeah you know stuff like that um i i I like the idea of uh, logan being completely alone which kind of i'm not too sure how if they would do cameos that's just like if they do you know like deadpool or whatever it's like it it kind of like I, i want to be logan to be fully alone yeah well, I mean, in the sense well, of the comic, he's always been alone. I don't yeah. want to say, like, you know, having these cameos would cheapen the movie itself, but... Yeah, it kind of might, because I was telling John, like, if this is the end, like, if he... I believe a lot of gonna, a lot of people are going to die. And if he dies at the end, it's not going to surprise me. Like, I would like that. So do you think they're going to do the him um, being 
having adamantium poured in himself and he's doing No, that was that was the different universe Wolverine. That's the six one six one six universe. That's the original Wolverine from day one. That's the one that died and this is the alternate universe Wolverine, old man Logan in another universe, you know, stuff like that. That didn't die, that's still alive, you know, stuff like that. So which is kind of a cop on how they brought him back. But you know, that's cool because I've always liked this old man Logan, you know. Mm-hmm. So we'll we'll definitely see. I just like yeah. the fact that he, it's a broken man, just like the yeah. the storyline. Mm-hmm. It's a broken man. I, I just love the idea that uh, it's so far into the future that he becomes a limo driver. Yeah, <laughs> I just really like that. Exactly. Idea. Yeah. <laughs> I I wonder if it's going to give a hint of like what exactly happened to the X Men. Like, uh, yeah, like or I, like heroes are in a sense like that. That's kind of what I wanted from Days of Future Past. Like, yeah. You know, we kind of have this you know brief. Brief telling that the X-Men fell, but I kind of wanted more of mm. how we got there. Even in the cartoons, weren't they pretty graphic in how they got taken down? Yeah, true. I mean, you saw the first thing in uh, Days of Future's Past in the cartoon version. You see the gravestones of like Cyclops and all of them. They're all dead and stuff like that. So, yeah, it was pretty sad to see even when I was a child. Like, oh, man, the X-Men are dead. You know, but we'll we'll definitely see. Like, I want to know, like, what took him out? Was it Sentinels? Was it people? Was it was it Wolverine? I don't know. Maybe was it Wolverine? Who knows? We really don't know. Hmm. They pretty much can go anywhere with this. Like, but yeah, I mean, it's their own thing. I mean, I like I like the whole you know art through adversity and how they can only use these certain characters mm-hmm. to you know continue the storyline. You know, replacing uh, the professor with uh, Clint. Mm-hmm. And all that, um, yeah. It should be fairly interesting. I'm, I'm really excited for this one. Yeah, me uh, too. Um, um, and we're not just saying that because they shot a lot of that here. Yeah. <laughs> so you yeah. know, they were they were also saying that supposedly there's post credit sequence. Yeah. Well, I think it would have to anyway. It's kind of expected of Marvel uh, movies now. But you know, if you're gonna kill off the Wolverine, I, I think the only post credit sequence you have is just the passing of the mantle, which I pretty much know they're gonna do. Make this girl. Oh yeah, that, you know, the that would make sense. So I mean, that would be cool. But if what get, would you do if they passed on to her the yellow and blue? That'd be cool. I would be happy with that. And that'd be a movie that they don't have to make right away. Like they can actually sit there and let that on the back burner, knowing that eventually somebody will take interest in that. And yeah, and do it. I I would. I definitely would. I would be happy with that. Or even if it just ends, like, just giving me that the thing, the train of thought as a geek, being like, man, yeah, there's hope that one day we'll get the female Wolverine sometime, somewhere. Maybe not my lifetime, maybe my kids, but that'd be pretty freaking awesome, you know? Yeah, I, I would like that. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. There you go. This is probably the longest of, like, uh, backstories that uh, you've we've done so far. Yeah, we've done Civil War too. Huh? Yeah, but it Civil was War. worth it. Yeah, we did Batman versus Superman. That's right. Um, man, yeah, this is coming up in two hours. Which nice, is dude. Impressive. This was this was uh, so worth it. Yeah, but yeah, it should be quite interesting and see what we find out. Yeah. What it all ties to. And what's cool is that finally, you know, like Luke Crate and like um, superhero stuff are finally coming up. Like I, they have all these special boxes. Like there's a Flash box, a Batman box. I'm like, yeah, when are they going to make a Wolverine one? Yeah. It wasn't until this movie came out. I was like, yes, they're finally making one. So yeah. now I'm buying like all this Wolverine merchandise. So it's like all over again. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Turned off my mic right there. Oh, a little oh okay. Yeah. He what got a little too excited. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I should also say that uh, there's a bunch of new X-Men shirts over at Sears right now. Ooh, or nice. JCPenney. 
Nice. There's also a um, uh, Iron Fist shirt. Oh, nice, yeah. nice. Which is yeah. going to be on Netflix this year? Soon. Soon. Yeah. Yeah. Soon. I can't wait. I for think that. Iron Fist is coming out before the new season of Daredevil and Jessica Jones. Is that something not right? like uh, that? No, they're doing the Defenders. The Defenders. They want yeah. to do that stuff first before there's new seasons of. Well, I gotta Jessica admit, Jones. Netflix has been dead on on doing their. Yeah. And what's cool is that a lot of which people don't believe is that a Wolverine has a lot in common with the Defenders too. Like uh, they're not really like mutants; they're not really like Avengers. But Wolverine kind of respected them because there are humans that are just trained really well. Like he had respect for Iron Fist and like uh, Daredevil because they're more vulnerable than he was, but they still weren't scared to get the job done. And he had mm-hmm. mad respect for them, so that's why I kind of liked it. Daredevil and Iron Fist and all those guys, you know, stuff like that, because Wolverine had respect for them and stuff like that. And that's a lot coming from a guy that can heal himself and can die and stuff like that. So, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. All right. It doesn't hurt to help. Yeah. Well, it doesn't hurt to have a guy like Wolverine on your team, though. Yeah. <laughs> so, I asked people if there was going to be any questions, and no one really sent any, except uh, one of my cousins sent me a, a question a few weeks back and it's Wolverine related. So I was like, that's cool. Okay. So he asked me, uh, Jay, he basically goes, Jay, what is the deal with Wolverine's missing hand in age of apocalypse? Why doesn't it grow back? Well, in age of apocalypse, which is another story arc, it's not really Wolverine center base, but he basically, uh, in that time, apocalypse has taken over the world and Wolverine is missing a hand and he's basically got like this metal stub. Well, can his hand grow back? Uh, his healing factor is not as extreme as Deadpool, whereas Deadpool, I say, has got a little bit more healing factor than Wolverine. So that explains why he can grow from a single hand Deadpool, which is, which kind of one ups Wolverine, which is kind of what I don't like. But um, so Wolverine doesn't have a very very advanced healing factor. He can heal from severe stuff, but he can't grow from a hand. If he was chopped in, it probably take him a while to get back together. But because uh, the nub is sealed in an adamantium um, casing, he can't grow his hand back. You know, stuff like that. It's basically, Apocalypse took off that hand to, like, uh, regenerate, make his own, like, Wolverine clones and stuff like that. So hmm. that's why he's missing a hand, stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so that answers your question, uh, Mr. Luke Eli. So, yeah, definitely. So that's why he can't grow back his hand. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, um, that's yeah. pretty much it. This is the our, our one-off. Uh, special podcast. Uh, yeah, uh, Ron couldn't make it because he. Uh, I guess his wife had uh, the day off, so oh. they're hanging out together. Well, that's cool. It would been yeah. a uh, yeah standard podcast continuing of our end of the year end stuff, of the year stuff. Yeah. and our being served recast. Well, this was like a. Honestly, this but, was very entertaining to me because uh, I think. I've been bugging you yeah. about the old man Logan story for a and long time. It sounds like Ron was here because I pray he wanted to hear the story too, but yeah. I think I'll just buy him the book. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah All sure. right. Yeah. yeah. So, um, guys, go see Logan. Hell yeah. 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 Well, we'll be at. We'll uh, be there. We'll be there at. Uh, also, uh, they, uh, there's a Red Robin over there now. What? For real? Yeah. Oh, sweet. Okay. Yeah, I just built that. So Hell we should, yeah. We should go over there. Well, we'll definitely be there. Yeah. yeah. Cool. All right. Well, Alrighty. until next time, you yeah. will definitely hear from us again. Definitely. Um, whenever that happens. Yeah. But yes, uh, stay tuned for our continuation of 2016's best of end of the year wrap up. Yep. But I definitely, you know, for um, anyone on my, you know, like any friends following me, I hope this answered a lot of questions yeah. about your old man, Logan. 
um, we pretty much, well, Jay pretty much broke it down to yeah. a T. And yeah, thanks for letting me. I mean, mostly the time I don't talk as much, but this is an honor. <laughs> I like kind of story. I should no, be it was fascinating. Because it, storytellers. And, and <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's great because and I, and and you did it so eloquently and so precise. Yeah. And you know, I think everyone will get a gist of it. But for those of you who are still interested, I highly recommend you go pick up these comics or you look up the PDF because the visuals on this story Good are art. amazing. Uh, buy it because, you know, these artists, they did a lot of work on it. They did a lot of work on it. Yeah. 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 It's, it's definitely worth your money. I think definitely. it's like the most it goes for like nine bucks, maybe ten bucks. Yeah. You know, I'm, so. I'm going to buy the it Omnibus. on Play Store. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. The omnibus. But, but seriously, you guys, if you loved what Jay talked about today, then I highly recommend that you guys go pick this up because it is very, very much worth yeah, it. Yeah, good story. But if you want to read it on your own and you don't want to know anything, then uh, pretty much spoiler <laughs> for everything. So, yeah. yeah, huge spoilers, we should probably say. All right. Well, yeah. But if you have any questions, again, feel free to contact Xsource Podcast. Yep. We have a Facebook page. We have an email, which is not being used. <laughs> yeah. You can contact. Uh, don't use the email. In fact, I don't even know what the address is. Yeah. Just, just you post can, it onto the link. You can yeah, just con- go to the Xsource blog. Yeah. And Facebook. you can contact any one of us on Facebook, but mainly, um, Jay, what's your Facebook? Uh, JX Garcia. Yes, if Facebook. you have any questions on this, please contact him. He will let you know anything yeah, you got to know. Definitely. Like, I think he just pretty much answered all my questions. I'm going to go home right now and pull up, you know, the whole story. Yeah. I, I got to read this again. It was just fascinating. All right. All right. Cool. Until next time, guys. Peace out. All right. Later. Geeks Unite, everybody. Bye.